5.45. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan. There's Brett Besley. And somewhere, there's Dick Toledo, and we're ready to go for uh, another perfect day here. It is beautiful outside right now. I almost rode the motorcycle. Oh, my God. I didn't know it was going to be this way. It was perfect. Uh, if I'd have known, I might have gotten up a little earlier and rode the the little regular no-motor motorcycle. Yeah. A little bike. I would have hopped on. That's perfect outside. So take full advantage of this morning. It is awesome out there. And it's been a while since we've felt good popping up. We've defeated. We have slayed the beast. Mostly summer is behind us. We'll get another little pop-off of couple hundred degrees and then we'll be fine again just Hopefully. good to see the evenings oh drop it's so off like great that. outside it's amazing so again we live in paradise we just have to tolerate a little bit of uh of heat every once in a while for a few months we know that though. it's not a surprise so uh i love it yeah get outside this morning wander around do some working out do some something or other just find the there. dutchman's gold man. yeah, Go yeah now's it. the time to find that dutchman's gold it's perfect you won't die as fast looking for the Dutchman's gold. Now, I got this email last night, and I just cracked up laughing. Now, I had two things before I get to the email. I had a story. I haven't, like, laughed until it hurt. And I don't know if it'll even resonate if I tell it, but I, we were at dinner last night with a, a friend of ours, and she's a very nice person who uh, tried to be helpful. And you know in those moments when you try to be helpful and realize it has backfired completely? For instance, the, uh, the other night at Four Peaks, I was messing around with uh, one of the people that's there and she had her kid and her kid was four and the puppies that were up for adoption now I, this is not me trying to be nice but the puppies that were up for adoption uh, the little girl wanted what she named it Larry not after McFeely but darn because <laughs> you knew it wasn't Larry McFeely because this dog was out of its house so anyway <laughs> so uh, the, the, uh, the puppy the little girl's name like loved it and the mom's like oh maybe I don't know maybe so I'm talking with the mom, and I leaned down to the little girl. I'm like, you really want that puppy, don't you? And she had a stuffed Georgia Ugga, the bulldog. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just like Ugga, only it's real, right? And she goes, she's just nodding. I said, you want that. I've never said this to a girl for or otherwise. You want Larry, don't you? <laughs> said no one ever. Yeah, I know. And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you would love to have Larry, huh? And then our sales girl, Jen, who has a very dark sense of humor, kind of whispers in my ear, well, you can't have it because your mommy doesn't love you. So I start to say to the kid, well, you can't have it because your mommy doesn't. And I kind of just can't. I'm looking at her eyes just like, oh, Disney princess. And I start to say, your mommy doesn't love you. But I kind of bail out on the last couple words. I'm like, you can't have it because mommy doesn't care. And then I just started like dying laughing. It's like you uh, barking in the uh, right. Hooters girls on the roasts. Yes. It, well, there's a, well, I, sometimes well, those girls have no problem. Like. I, I never bail out on those. But with a little kid, you see Disney princess eyes develop. Oh, and you're like, funny. oh, I'm not. They don't have the sense of humor for this yet. Like she's, And so I started to laugh. So I told that story. The woman we were at dinner with told a story about how she was at an event and saw a little boy. And she goes, I was actually trying to be nice. And she looks at the little kid and goes, Where are, where's your mommy? And the kid just blankly stares. And she's like, there's no one around us. It's just us. And this little kid, and she said, and then I, and then I turned to him in an effort to be nice and said, "You're going to get kidnapped." <laughs> and, oh. and the kid just goes, <gasps> like he thought she was like, "Now's the time, you die today, boy." And I started pissing myself because I could picture, like, being that little kid for a second. Some, and you know, she's a, a lovely woman. She's not, you know, but to a little kid, 
she's like a 98-year-old witch. You know, she <laughs> you forget how you old. Listen to her. Right. She's some strange adult that probably, who just told you, tonight your life ends, little boy. Where's your mother? You're going to get kidnapped now. And he just starts losing it. So now she's in this back and forth like the kid is, of course, she said she's going to steal me. Like, no, 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 no. I was just saying if he doesn't find his mother, he's going to get kidnapped. Why did you do this to my son? I was pissing myself. And it goes back to my theory in life. Never, ever, ever, ever pay attention to uh, attention to an abandoned child. It's just bad. I did it once in a grocery store years ago. Some kid comes wandering around. He's looking around, crying a little bit. Like, you all right? Where are your parents? I was with my ex. Uh, like, where are your parents? I don't know. Like, you don't know where your parents are. Well, come here. I'll, we'll go find somebody. And I put my hand down and touched his shoulder just to, like, get him to turn around and walk with me. Mom comes screaming around the corner. Get your hands off my son. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Get away from him. I'm like, no, I've done nothing. You lost him. Why are you mad at me? I helped one out uh, oh, four, four months ago. Coming out of, I think, a super target, whatever, and it's. Um, little black kid was coming out, and I could tell mom's not around and missing. He's yeah. just staring off, and I go, you need some help? You know, yeah. you know, he's like, I, uh, yeah, I do. And he went, F- you, cracker. <laughs> Which I'd have loved more. Who's there was dad. <laughs> and uh, we just waited for a second. We were getting ready to uh, go into Target and say maybe make an announcement or whatever. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, from the parking lot. She comes running in. Grandma. Oh. I covered for Grandma. Oh, she had five it. other kids. It was a big batch. Yeah. Oh, man. And this was one. She goes, oh, my God. Thank you so much. Oh. I, I didn't take a full count, and then I realized. She left. It's like uh, Black Home Alone. Yeah. She bailed out on Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Thought he was there. To Kevin was still in the target, and she didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Ever since that incident and the thing, I'm like, well, you know what? F- you. I'm not even helping ever again. So I've seen some abandoned kids, but I think it's hilarious because now I want to walk up to kids and go, where's your mother? Uh-huh. You're going to get kidnapped. What now? Yes. I am your kidnapper. It's, it's not horrifying. much difference from threatening to be sent to the uh, the chief running water. Sure, but at least it, you're not a stranger. Like if a stranger said, I'm going to take you to an Indian reservation now, you'd be like, oh my God, what? this just got crazy. But it just I'd dawned on me think, uh, how when you're a little cool. kid. You look at, you would not have thought cool. Well, I was well, a kid if a stranger did it. Because, you know, you, I'm sure, Brady, if you could go, If you went to a therapist and unlocked all the demons inside, you would realize how often you'd wandered away and needed the strangers to help you get home. I know stories about you being assisted back to your house. But like you said, they weren't really strangers. Because you wandered around you and knew, knew everybody. Bobbits. You weren't supposed to know everybody, which is because you got lost all the time. Your mom didn't care where you were. That you had, you had to rely on the kindness of strangers. Like Blanche from Streetcar. <laughs> it's true. Always rely on the kindness of strangers. Uh, and then I get this email, which kills me. It's just, it said, uh, Dear boys... Angry woman here, and I just wanted to let you know, I married a Mexican a few years ago, and here's something you don't realize when you do that. <laughs> like, wow. Well, there's lots. So immediately, my I am peaked. My interest is peaked. Here comes the list. Peaked with a Q, not a list. Oh. She goes, I never thought I'd get into this situation in my life. We're divorced now. Our son is 13, and he came home from a weekend with his father. Ready for this? With his last name tattooed across his back. His stupid uncle did it. <laughs> <laughs> So my son has some janky old English prison tattoo on his back. 
that bitter emailer you had yesterday who was divorcing his ex, I want his number because I hate mine too. We've got a lot in common. His name's Carlos. What's his last name on there? I'm not going to do that. It's already written on the kid's pack. It says, I want to throw him in jail, but I can't. Can't even be really angry because it'll make my son's life more complicated when he and his T.O. decide to do more prison tats on his young body. Uh, so here's what I wanted to say. If Brett ever gets divorced, I'll take him because I think I'm racist, too. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> that's Whoa. Not now, there's no reason to throw Brett under the bus just because you've decided to hate an entire group of people for one tattoo. That is a bit far. That's what happens when you try to marry the bad boy. Orderly <laughs> Holmes. Now, Brady, you just became a bigot. He's not Thank necessarily you. a bad boy. That the, the, the has nothing to do with Tio is the bad boy. She was at the time, looking for a guy. That's... All she did was marry a Mexican man. Tio, she knew what she was getting. <laughs> Tio, See, this must come from me. I don't know. You're what worse than Hara the email. <laughs> Hara and Carlos didn't work out, and Tio threw Gutierrez or something on his back in yeah. Old English at age thirteen. But and then I'm, she's going for Brett, another bad Brett. Right, well, Brett's, yeah, that's a pretty decent bad boy. Yeah. No, no tattoos. Yeah, you're going to be all right. Brett goes to bed at like nine. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's a bad boy that goes to bed at nine? You get a kid. So I can send my friend over to look at this kid and go, Boy, Dios mio, you're going to get kidnapped today. But, yeah, I think that is a little early. I don't know if there's any laws against that to where mom can actually throw someone in jail. But you go after Tio, right? And kid him. Uh, are you saying, like, can a parent say, yeah, I want my kid tattooed at, said the kid's 13 or something? But Brady, again. But it was him. It was a Culturally, this is a prison tat in the backyard. And I'm assuming, yeah. ironically, there was no grass in that backyard. It's just a dirt field. They sat in a couple of lawn chairs and threw Gutierrez on his back with one of those tap things. Put him on the dental table. Yeah, a, a heated up hanger and some ball, ballpoint pen ink. <laughs> the tap? Dipping it in a little yeah, quarter mode just thing. to sterilize, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Quit squirming. That's I heard you heard that a lot. Stop jerking around. You're acting like a girl. Tio, it hurts. I don't care. It hurts. Be a man. You get your ID on your back now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll but. get a follow-up letter. I met him at the restaurant I was working at. <laughs> yup. Well, you know from Porkopolis, and yes. I know from Tony Romas that uh, it's one of the best meeting places for the one of the best. Places for couples like I, I, that. I've never, like, look, I've watched it happen. And I don't understand the allure of the Latin lover, especially when they're covered in grease and rib juice. But that is when they're at their peak. Like, I've never seen hotter white women get more excited than than they do for a chef with a knife in a restaurant when they're waitresses in that restaurant. I, every, all the Chris Valenzuela's. At my work, except for the real go-getters, the ones that were just all work, no play. The younger kind of just getting through the day cooks we had at Tony Roma's were just putting it to the hottest just waitresses. Slaying. And I didn't get it. Start families a lot of times. Well, that happened at your place. You had one of the, your hot waitresses. Uh, when he was in and out of prison, boned that guy and got a baby put in her. And it was just like, that's just the way restaurants work. One of the cooks, for some reason, has the uh, Kavorka, and it just shoots off onto these uh, white My heart. And it is. I don't know if it's Me bad boys. If it's my sister used to do it, to, just to make dad mad. She would find, like, a bad boy. They're fun. Oh, that's where all the fentanyl comes from, in the kitchen. You know, I mean. Sure, the kitchen is loaded with all the good drugs. Yeah. And also, Brett, very true. And I am today years old when I realized Brett made a good point here. That's why our kitchen was so popular. They had all the drugs. Yeah. 
And they did. Our kitchen was the the had to be the Southwest's leading supplier of crystal methamphetamine for about a year and a half. Had to be. It was flying and out. And we had this weird back door in the back of Tony Roma's, which is now a native New Yorker. And the back door went into the the alley behind the strip mall. And every once in a while, you go back and go, all right, where's Chris 3? Because we're, we're, we should have all four cooks on. We're very busy. He's outside, boss. Okay. I go outside, and Chris is just standing there by himself. No cigarettes, nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, uh, it's getting a little air. Go back inside and put that bag in your pocket. <laughs> all right. And then a car would go by. Where's Chris? He's inside right now, boys. He can't play. I'm 20 years old. I'm breaking up drug deals in the back of Tony Roma's. He'd go back in there, and then the likes of Heidi and Dana and Ellen were at the after parties because there was one every night, and without even a shower, the cooks are hammering on Ellen. I'm like, how is this happening? I'm clean. I'm I'm doing what I can. I'm managing the place. I can't get laid here. I'd like to ask the uh, ghouls in the the police a question because I found something out about when you're talking about meth. Yeah. Guy says, you ever smelled meth before? No. What does it smell like? Smelled it burning. He says, kind of like popcorn. Yeah. I didn't know that. It like food. I remember it when they used to do it in the office. Gotta try it now? Now I'm gonna freak out in the movie theater. <laughs> it's not like kettle corn, Brady. You can't get giant bags in front of Home Depot. It makes me curious. Now. Oh, wait. Yes, you can. <laughs> That's what yeah. I was thinking. I went into the Put office. A cinnamon and sugar in there? Tony Roma's, I went to the office, and the, the waiter and the other manager had some foil. And they were burning it. And I'm like, God, that smells really good. And I remember just popping the door going, hey, boys, before I realized what they were actually doing, which was smoking And it was it. popcorn-like? Uh, it was food-centric. I can't really... I remember just thinking it smelled like a good... We're in a kitchen full of food, so it might have yeah, blended. blended in. But it was like... Uh, it was different. And I didn't mind it. It had almost like a chemical food flavor. It wasn't bad. It was like a bad air freshener or a candle. It wasn't so bad. And you ever go to a meth apartment, and I've been to a couple of those, too, because I worked at Tony Roma's, and they, they, they never stunk. Pothead apartments smell the worst. Like, those are the people who smoke weed in their house. That is the worst-smelling house in the world. Those bongs never goes away. Ugh, it never goes away. It's gross. He found out about it because he owns some property up in Sholo. And then it starts smelling like popcorn in there. Yeah. yeah. And the burn marks on the walls. Yeah. The dead guy. There's that all sorts of things. That's pretty much it. 13-year-old running around with Gutierrez written on his back. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do if I this again, high five, Brett. We oh. never have to get divorced and worry about our wife marrying a cook from Applebee's and having Holmberg tattooed to his back in old English. Which I actually would think would be pretty neat. And if you want to do that, if you have a thirteen year old kid and you want to tattoo Holmberg in old old English on his shoulders, I'll pay for it and I'll actually add in five grand. I don't know if it's legal or not, but I'd like to see your child with my name written across his shoulders at age 13. I think that would be cool. Actually, it says it's unlawful to tattoo a person under 18 without the presence of that person's parent or legal guardian. Dad so was there. Jose was yeah. right. Yeah. Or Carlos, <laughs> was. Carlos was the husband. I don't know <laughs> yeah. Tio's name, but you're probably, <laughs> on, you're probably on to something. <laughs> Carlos, Jose, and then George and Nick. You never know why, but there's a Nick. But yeah, so uh, don't hara. Don't be mad at all Mexican people. Just the one you married. And Brady's right. When you tugged that guy out of the kitchen at the restaurant you guys worked at and made people, uh, you married the bad boy, like Brady said. And you divorced him. So it it didn't work out. You didn't change. You didn't reform the bad boy. Sounds like she's looking for another. And guess what? You're three years away from your son with a new tattoo doing it the same thing. At whatever restaurant he decides to go work at for a little while. It's an amazing power, and I envy it.
beyond belief. That is uh, stereotyping, 100%, but whatever's going on in kitchens in America, uh, inevitably, one of the kitchen guys nails the hottest waitress. And in Brady's case, put a baby in her, and they had you know, to like garnish that guy's wages and stuff, right? Didn't he go to jail? Uh, he sat down a few times. <laughs> You don't like to talk <laughs> There's about those glasses. Brady yeah. doesn't like to talk about because that means he was in the presence, and he also hired technically, a, you know, a felon. Brady didn't like. To <laughs> no, well, that's the um, kitchen for you. Of he's course, already, he's going to start to. No, 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 that didn't happen. No, he he, he opted to sit down rather than pay the five hundred dollar uh, parking ticket that kept carrying over. That's not. Over. The, that is not uh, at all. It was. True. He didn't show up to court. That's what you were told. You don't opt to sit down for that. You know, I'll just sit down. He didn't pay the fine. No, you don't pay he the fine. Got a warrant. You have an option. Right. It, either pay the fine or you uh, well, if he go didn't back go to in for court, a warrant. If he didn't go to court, then well, he, they finally then got him. He got that's a warrant. He had a bench warrant. He had a warrant, yeah, yeah. for showing up. So for and, not and showing then up. he goes to court and they give an option. Pay and, it uh, right now or you're going to jail. It yeah. wasn't an option. It was a can you do this if you can't? We're throwing and you So in jail Matt got a call and was like, hey, uh, could I borrow five hundred dollars from you? <laughs> you always make it seem like it was such a rosy exchange. All right, you've got options, felon. At the bench, all the, all the judge said to him was, "Do you have five hundred dollars?" No. All right, you're going to jail for a little while. Here's your community service, and you're going to sit out. He didn't sit back and go, "What are my options, sir?" That didn't happen. Well, yeah, of course he called for five hundred uh, bucks. And I've seen it happen twice in the restaurant. This was yeah, years they get arrested ago. all the time. Um, and my buddy gave the guy the 500 to pay rather than, um, you know, sitting for three weeks. So there wasn't an option. If he was calling Matt for the 500 bucks, his option wasn't I voluntarily sat down. He was scrambling to get it out of there. Yeah, could but, I borrow yeah, the yeah. $500? <laughs> Your rose-colored glasses are he, awful. But he didn't even get a hold of Matt that time. Clean him. I know, but it's not an option. I'll just sit down. He was begging strangers for 500 bucks to not sit down. There was more to that than, than you know. I'm positive of it. Nope, I knew the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, you know, clearly you didn't. <laughs> he thought he was in there with the judge shaking hands. Good doing business with you, sir. Yeah, there was a time. Mine was, you guys do what you do. Yeah, do whatever. Just ugh, the pregnant one used to be so hot. And she was a, we, oh, she was a giraffe. She was yeah. so long. This waitress Brady hired was just visually astonishing. Really? The first couple times I went into Brady's restaurant, I'm like, she, a, she ain't, I remember telling you, she ain't going to be here long. Why? She doesn't have to work. This girl doesn't realize it yet, but her humping tables at your dump is unnecessary. She's going to figure that out soon. She's humping Chris Valenzuela But then instead. she humped a Valenzuela and ended up with a baby <laughs> in her belly and had to work more. <coughs> there was a time when I had to, I used to have to get up half hour earlier when I did the opening shift to go pick up our, uh, our chef, our cook, yeah. at uh, Tent City every morning. <laughs> For like two weeks, I had to go get him. He had a DUI, and he pulled a knife out uh, when he was, uh, you know, suspected of the DUI. Might have made a move. Wasn't for prep. He did negotiate the deal down, but he had to go to, like, uh, no. And then they, they put him on a work release program, so I had to go pick him up. First at county, and then in the tents. He worked a good deal, though, because I remember it was supposed to be, like, a year in jail, and he ended up, like, with eight months. See, there's it. always options. <laughs> well, I think his lawyer did a nice job of going. I think it was because he was drunk. He didn't actually threaten anybody. He just had the knife there. And he's the one who pulled the knife on the waitress that time, too, and put it up against her throat. And all I said was, please put that down. We're very busy. Get back but to he's work. so good in the Mexican kitchen. Guy? No. Oh, wow. That's he's how a, good he was in the kitchen. Yeah. He and our meth had uh, he's other... Fire. We had two guys working so hard I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, we were a, we were a line of four. 
Like there's four guys could get through a Friday night, and for some reason, when it was one dude and the dude with the knife against the throat, those two could get it done together alone. Uh, after I left a little while later, I realized, oh, they were so balled out on meth that they could do all the jobs, and they did them. They did them. Stayed great. focused. Meth made that place churn. That's the design of meth. Yeah, when you why the Nazis did it in the first place to keep soldiers awake for two days. It's hyper focused. It was never cleaner. We never had a, a sharper kitchen when those two were in there. You add in a couple of non-meth users, and it mucked up the gum, gummed up the works. And then, of course, the dude with the knife ends up, I see, on his motorcycle one night. It's like a movie. The cocktail waitress I had in the bar, gorgeous. End of the night, I'm like, all right, see you later, guys. See you, homebird. I'm like, okay. Finishing the bar stuff, and I hear, <laughs> look out the window. Cocktail waitress strapping herself onto the back of the motorcycle. Not going home to her husband. I'm like, oh, no. For her last ride. There's going to be a shooting. And scene. Like, great. And I just, I remember, and the worst part about that was I wasn't even upset about the fact that, you know, she's hopping on the bike and no husband. I was upset. It's like, what about me? I'm available. Who do I have to, whose neck do I have to put a knife to to be more attractive? Because that guy has threatened lives. I pick him up in jail for five months. We keep his job. He's out now. He gets on his motorcycle, and within the first month, he's banging the hottest uh, cocktail waitress. Where's that methamphetamine? Let me try some of that. He was like half Mexican, half, full half white trash. Like, I don't know how that happened. Like, it was was like the half of him that was... Hispanic? He was Hispanic, yeah. He was completely... Like, the white trash in him. He had a T.O. who threw a name on his back, too. So it is illegal to tattoo your child without a parental permission. Yeah. Yep. Or to tattoo a child. But if mom says it's cool, any age? Uh, under 18. No I mean, kids. So like an eight-year-old, you can throw Gutierrez on their back and it wouldn't, so long as mom and dad are in on it? It's a rite of passage being a Gutierrez. <laughs> right, I, mean. I guess that's it. Go nuts, kids. I had no idea. Hey, Guadalupe, have at it. Did he have an Alex Raimundo look or did he have the long... Hair. Yes. Okay, there you go. He's Hispanic. <laughs> he looked just like Alex Ramundo with some muscle on him. Oh my god. That you you nailed it. That is beautiful. Yeah, there it is. Requires body art establishments to obtain a license. Uh, it is unlawful to tattoo a person under 18 years without the presence of the person's parent or legal guardian. And that's at a shop. Yeah. So it would be up to the tattoo artist to go, I'm not going to tattoo this kid. I just don't want to. I can't understand it upset. Simone. Really? You wanted a rubber ducky? <laughs> right. With I mean, the example they're using. Unicorn horn? I don't know how tattoos work when it comes to that. What's up? Like, when you're 13, you're not done growing. Maybe if you're Mexican. I think you're about 5'7 and you're done. But you've already got, you know, already got a kid on the way, too. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah you're going to raise your child. You maybe get your kid's name tattooed. Too. <laughs> but to have a tattoo like that on your back, does it stretch when you grow? Steve-O's haven't, hasn't really morphed. But Steve-O got him as an adult. I'm talking about when you're 13. Your body's going to keep oh. going. Oh. Like, it would, it would have to maybe. Right? Because when, when you get fade When you get fat, it stretches. You, you know, as you stretch the screen, maybe it gets it fades a little bit. <laughs> right. I think you got to get him yeah. filled in after, you know, like, I think when you hmm. expand or. Yeah, because he's going to get bigger. Yeah. Well, but, maybe. Because like, when fat people get tattoos on their guts and stuff, they turn into, like, big ink 
like Rorschach tests. They just blob out because their skin gets stretched. So throwing that on a kid's shoulders at 13, if he's not done growing yet, Gutierrez is going to look real messy by the time he gets to be an adult. I don't know. Shouldn't do that. How about just some common sense and we just don't tattoo the, the kinder? How about that? Can we keep that? No matter what your cultural, even Hawaiians who love doing tattoos on people real early, that's enough. No, you're talking about tri- tribal stuff there. Yeah, still, I don't think that's right. What if they don't right want to be in passage. it? Man, you don't want to be in it anymore. What if you're like, I don't like this tribe? <laughs> it's like religion. It's like you start putting Father Dale on somebody's shoulder when they're 11 and then whoops, who knew? And Back in the day, they're like, yeah. okay, out of the village, you're going to walk yeah. the woods. Yeah, got to do the Takalua tribal leap, or I don't know what it is down there, but they do a lot of tattooing, and they do it like old fashioned, suspended hammers. by eagle claws. I've seen it, that hammer nails thing, and then yeah, claws of animals that make the ink. I'm like, how are you? I'll cut off the thing from an eagle, and then they just start tapping lines and dots and triangles in your arm. And next thing you know, you're Jason Momoa, and you look fantastic. I don't know. Don't tattoo your kids. I guess that's this morning's message. Let your T.O. do it. The guy's finishing up. There you go, son. But Hara, our emailer, now a racist because of that. Which is She's hilarious. mad at herself. Is she? Yeah. But she got the joy of life that fell out of her. She's half, racist. She's half racist to her own child now. Because every time her kid has to walk out of the bathroom to the bedroom with his shirt off, I going to see Gutierrez written on his Great, back. when she goes back to her house. It's it's like... <laughs> oh, I love it. And he's already got that little weird mustache now. He's 13. Oh, it's just an awesome look. Uh, Ron says, tattoos stretch with as your body stretches. And yeah. when you're poor, you have the option of going to jail instead of paying the fines. <laughs> exactly. Not that's, that this kid said exactly. much, but Brady was right. <laughs> he, he, it's, it's not an option, though, when it's like, do you have Great the money? Option. No. All right. You, you have two outcomes. But not an option. That dude didn't, didn't get to pick. You know, I have the money, but I would prefer... J- it, it, it was just one of those things. Are well, you going to pay this today? That. He said, are you going to pay today? And the guy said no, and your other opportunity is I'm, jail. I'm it's telling not you, the other choice. one decided he didn't want to pay the $500. He'd rather sit for the yeah. two weeks. Yeah, because it kept him away from that pregnant waitress chasing No, this was, an, this was different. Trust me, he had a pregnant waitress somewhere in his life. Yeah, if he worked in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a kitchen worker. It's amazing what he's those guys... He's a kid. I highly recommend that if you want your kid to be a, a ladies' man. Boom. Meth in the kitchen? It's I just, mean, yeah. Try to keep them off the meth, but get them in a kitchen somewhere because they will be nailing the hottest waitress. I guarantee at Hooters, one of those waitresses is pumping one of the kitchen guys. Well, we were there in Mesa that time, and one of the waitresses was, and the remember the cook came out? And just leans on the bar, and that girl is just like goo goo eyeing him the whole way. I'm like, that filthy. Some bitch is nailing one of these gorgeous curls. It's because he was waving that little baggie. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted it tonight. All eight of my roommates aren't home. I want that mess. I've got it, baby. I want your mess, Carlos. And then she's got Gutierrez tattooed to her shoulders. Uh-oh. And that happened to Tony Ramos, too. One of the girls tattooed her boyfriend's name. He was a cook at a, another place. It was the Marble something cafe, and he was a cook over there, and she got his name tattooed to her arm. Full name. On Avenue Marble Club? 
Yes. Yeah, Lunt I Avenue remember Marble that, yeah. Club. That was it, up on Alma School. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lunt Avenue Marble Club, and a cook over there tattooed himself to one of our waitresses. <laughs> like, broke up like a month later. Oh, it was just bad. A year from now, if Kirby's driving, she pulls up with a lady of Guadalupe air freshener hanging from her. Awesome. Gonna lock her up, huh? God. And start looking at Why things. do you make me root for things? That, I, just <laughs> yeah. to hear you tell the, well, um, that's not um, exactly she what had happened. Options. She had options. Um, guess who's gonna be a grandpappy? Oh no! You're looking at Tio. What's up, Reedy? Do you mind Hi. if I call you Dad? Can I call you <laughs> Papa? What's up, <laughs> Sunday dinners will be amazing. Oh, I will. <laughs> what do you want to go to Whole Foods for? We'll go to Food City. We'll get the better stuff. Menudo. Yeah, this is what we're making tonight. Coffees. <laughs> we're going to bring a cow's head. How come Kirby didn't have a quince? <laughs> we don't do that. Kirby, Kirby Gutierrez on her back. Yeah, Kirby Bogan Gutierrez, the hyphenate. would just be all tattoo on her back. Please, please, I'll sweet I'll fly Jesus, my granddaughter back for a quinceanera yeah. at UA. Oh, if Brady someday has to go to his granddaughter's quince, I will die. I'm going to that. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, You and I are oh, both. You're my date. Oh, yes. The exception. Brett and I will be your yep. gay friends at the quince. <laughs> We won't bring we won't bring women to save you money on the on the food because you're going to need it. I'm going to save money on DJ Brad. Yeah, I'm Brett will DJ. It. I'll if host. It happens. I'll I'll do the dance off. I don't know what happens there, but I'll 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 be that. I'll be Vince Fontaine. I will I'll help that whole thing. Oh please, sweet Jesus, let Brady have to drag that back to the country club in Columbus. See, Brady's new uh, in laws are interesting, aren't they? You're getting something called a quint. Sound just like this. And walk in the door. Hey, Dad. Hola. Don't say hola to me, Kirby. Please. This is difficult. We've got to try to sneak in the back door of Scioto Country Club now because of your Keats. <laughs> Nobody thought I'd live 16 years to see my granddaughter Keats, but here she is. It's a nice looking dress. Peso pluma? Peso, peso pluma, Bert? Please. For God's sake, please let Brady take that to Lily White, Columbus, Ohio, to his upper Arlington. My God, what's going on? The help is out and dancing. Here's Brady showing his... Uh, his... <laughs> what's he doing? Oh, no. <laughs> Here's Brady on the dance floor. Gerardo. Gerardo? 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 Gerardo. Gerardo. That kinks will be rocking. Yeah, I kind of think this is like throwing Nickelback out at the Pantera party. Come on, guys. I, don't, I think this is the white guy going, like, I'm with you. He's out there doing the running man. All right, Caballeros. We're dancing now to real Mexican fair. La Familia. <laughs> this guy's tortillas are in a bag that says Smith's. <laughs> Would you get these at Smith's? These aren't tortillas. They are Smith's patties. These are Frisbees. Come on, bro. Get up and dance. We're La Rosa. Open that, open that bag of Smith's. Pour in some of those Negro free holes. Oh, please let Brady's keep. Can we just have a kitchen here for Kirby anyway? Please. 
<laughs> than for her daughter in a couple of years. Give me another Negro uh, Modelo. Negro <laughs> Modelo for Pop-Pop. It's Negro Holmes. So Come on. Funny. So funny. What's the matter with you, Holmes? This Brady guy, I don't know about him. Addicted to Gerardo. The worst part is I'm starting to like it. Brady. Brady Swab. I don't know where you're putting these two mallies, but... Just would you would die a slow internal death? <laughs> oh man, Kirby's daughter's quinceanera. The odds of you being there are real low. It is because of your heart. But otherwise, I would love for this to happen. Uh, they want Brady. Uh, they want Brady Suave in the uh, squares oh. this afternoon. <laughs> if we do one today, Brady Suave is your center square <laughs> with his daughter who got a job at a restaurant. And oh my, look what happened. I can count, like, I'm up to six in my head of all the hot girls that nailed the kitchen staff. Busboys did real well, too. My man Matt was, like, 16, and he was humping all the waitresses, and they were in their mid-20s. Matt was a good-looking kid, so. The hostess stand is always. Hostess stand was strong. That's where I did my work. That was where I. That was the manager's. That was the manager's territory. Managers, bartenders, because I could feed them, too. I had, like, access to giving these young. It wasn't right. I wasn't Russell Brand. But I was definitely trying to become their best friend. Can I get a little extra in my soda? Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> and, of course, the other two would come over immediately. Like, well, you clearly told the other hostesses you got alcohol from me. I didn't do it a lot. I liked when your mom shut down Benny Mardonis. Well, that was bad. Because <laughs> I was like 20. I was 22. She was 16. She's still 16. And my mom came home because I was staying at their place still. <laughs> I was still living at home, having teens over. Who is that? She's hanging out. She's a hostess at work. Get her out of my house. Why? We're going to get sued. How old is she? Well, she's going to be 17 in a couple months. John, get her out of the house. Look at her. She's ridiculous, mom. mom. Struck out with her, too, so it didn't even matter. I couldn't. Putting all the moves on. Terrible. I remember... This is one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> this gorgeous girl I liked a lot worked at a restaurant. I was working at the restaurant. Beautiful. And I drove to her house because this is how I used to play the game. I used to, try to, I used to try too hard to be like, you know, the knight in shining armor or something. So I came over with a dozen roses. I actually had them delivered. A dozen roses. And uh, takes them. I get a call. Oh, my God. That was so sweet. That's the nicest thing ever. I'm like, all right. Do you want to come over a little later? I'm like, sure. I'm like, here we go. It's on. I won her over. Drive over to her house. Sitting there watching TV. Oh, who's this guy? Another swinging dick comes in, sits on the couch. John, this is... I forget his name, Fred or something like that. Oh, he's my boyfriend. Oh, okay. Uh, What just happened here? Uh, Evidently, recent boyfriend, because she had found out a couple days earlier that she was pregnant by Fred. And he was coming over to sort out some of the details while I was there. Rose's boy. We were watching, like, Beetlejuice or something. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'll go. That's probably for the best. Fred wasn't happy to see me at all. Kind of a bigger dude. Why do you have Rose's Sprites and uh, yeah. <laughs> Graham Crackers? <laughs> I brought you your Graham Crackers and your Sprites, Carla. All right, Carla, I'm going to take off while you and Fred discuss whatever this is. Do you want to still? I'll send more Roses tomorrow. We'll see if this works out. A couple days later, I found out that Fred got her pregnant. And Fred was also there to do the right thing. They were married shortly. Well, we're going to do the right thing? And I 
it's like, can I get a little bit of a prorate on the old flower thing you accepted and then invited me over? Thought for sure that was, you know, at least a handy or something. One ticket know. to Bone Town, but no. Got the flowers, got the thank you, went over, watched half a Beetlejuice. Fred comes over, they discuss if they're going to keep it or not, and the next thing you know, she's getting married. Like, huh? I just got these for you guys. Hope you work yeah. it out. I should have known because when I drove to her house, it was on Brown and Mesa Drive, and it was her grandma's place. I'm like, hmm. Maybe not the most stable environment. That's Westwood Homes. <laughs> it was big time. Much. She was a Westwood gal. <laughs> We had that little kind of friendly ha-ha Dobson Westwood thing. We'd graduated. It's pretty pathetic. <laughs> pretty sure his name was Fred. What's up? Nice to meet you. Like you too, Fred. What? Who's Fred? Fred's my boyfriend. Oh. Fred Gutierrez. Well, don't I feel like a big pile of dog in the bottom of a shoe? And then Fred said, like, no, no without uh, seconds passed, and Fred was on the couch with his arm around her while I was in that little grandma rocking recliner. So you guys probably want to be alone then? That would be the best one. <laughs> okay. Well, enjoy the roses. And uh, I think I brought her some C's candies as well. I feel real weird being in this uh, night's outfit right now. So I'm going to clunk out of here and hop in my Jeep and go home. Did he start digging in the C's? I don't know, like nougat, Holmes. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> we need the, like, the, there's, there needs to be some sort of a, like a legend so I know which ones are what. <laughs> Oh, that was your Jeep? What do you mean, was? Uh, You're going to need a bus pass player. Okay, that's probably reasonable. Just stand it humiliated in your new Z Cavaruccis. <laughs> oh, I had the cabs. I, I, dressed, I dressed up for that drive over. Oh, pretty good. The log years. You're so sweet. Do you want to come over? I do want to come over and have daytime sex at your grandmother's house. Okay. That's a fabulous idea. Sit on the couch. This is gold. Fred comes over, and I drove home very confused. Very confused. I got it together later in life. Went to the gas and sip, hung out for a while. I think I, went, <laughs> I think I did go to a friend's house. Hey, tell me what you think of this. Got her the roses, went to her house, brought some candies over. Dude named Fred comes by, rifles through the, riffles through the candy. Uh, and then uh, and I have to leave because that's her boyfriend. I don't think, you, I don't think she likes you. you think? I think I'm still in. I think there's still a chance. And I remember asking, why would she invite me over? That's all I could think in my head. Why would you say, why wouldn't you tell me on the phone, it's really sweet of you have done this, I have a boyfriend and I'm currently pregnant. Like, why in the world would you invite me over? Don't you know that I kind of have an agenda? Anyway, I'll go see Katrina and we'll talk about it. You're lucky, too, because that operation could have, if it went south with Fred... You would have had daytime sex at grandma's, and it would have been, been the mine. dad. Oh, I'd have been dead, because the second that call comes. By the way. Had she not known that Fred put one in her? She knew. That, well, that's what I'm saying. She yeah. knew, but if Fred bailed. And then I, well, it would have been obvious at a certain point when it didn't It would have been a Springer. Looking like a blob of Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> I made a little Fetterman. I think it's yours. Eh, this one's a little browner than me. <laughs> I'm not so sure that belongs to me. Besides, he's already got a tattoo of Fred's name on his back. He was born with a switchblade in his hand. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that ain't mine. Where's his Ikea card? I mean, look at him. He came out with a credit karma. We don't even have that yet, and the kid's at 800. That's my kid. You'd have been the opposite <laughs> of that girl on the Maury Povich. Like 13, guys. Oh, it's man. 13th time. John, you are not the father. I know, Maury. 
I haven't had sex with any of these girls. Why do they keep they keep inviting me over and introducing them to their boyfriend? Today's guest, a man who spent over $100,000 on flowers. Well, that was that one, the other one where I got flowers to that girl and went over to her house and she's making out with her boyfriend on the roof. I'm like, huh? He came over. Can we just kind of... Oh, you're welcome. Like, me sending flowers to a girl was the kiss of death. Like that, immediate, that, that cemented her other relationships. <laughs> Dear God, he's getting close. I better lock down another guy or he's going to think I like him. And then I'd fetter him in upper stairs. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you're looking on the roof as you're driving yeah. by. She's being, Is that Fred again? <laughs> Fred nailing this one. Fred, quit following me around. It's a nice Jeep, player. Damn it gonna steal my jeep again anyway walk down memory lane for me thank you everybody shoot myself in the face uh it's 626 we got the golden ticket giveaway and uh today is uh, we're last chance for us to remind you constantly to guess the temp newacunit.com has the guess the temp thing on our website 98kupd.com is where you go click on guess the temp it's all set up at newacunit.com and our friend Bodie, who broke my golf club has decided to make that one winner Get on our set jet plane and head to Vegas. Be completely anonymous. We'll meet him the day of. It's going to be Fred Gutierrez. Oh, what if it's Fred and oh, Carla? Man, awesome. <laughs> and their baby can't go, but all I'm seeing A is dream. pictures of this 30-year-old boy. Who's... We'll make room for the three of them. <laughs> the great-great-grandkids can't go. <laughs> all right, that's it. Toledo's kicked off. If they bring, Family count. <laughs> if they bring, chances of them having only one child, very low. But bring bring the bring the oldest. If he's not incarcerated or anything crazy, because this was not a good environment he started in. Bring the oldest. And then she'd invite me to parties and stuff. Like when her and Fred were... Even living, after? Yeah, they were living together. And, yeah. You want to come by for Thanksgiving? We, uh, not really, but we ended up going. He's so funny. He's hilarious. I think he's gay. Not gay. He's been talking to my dad. Anyway, so shut up, everybody. It's horrible. 585-9800. That's the phone number. Uh, go to the website, 98kupd.com, and check the uh, guess the temp. Guess it. It's Saturday. Saturday at 2.51. You guess the temperature. You go into a pile. I'm sure everybody's at this point. We've got thousands of people who have tried this already. I still don't understand why. And again, this does nothing for uh, our web traffic. But if you listen to me, you'd have been smarter because now's the time to guess it. Today and tomorrow. Because... We pretty much will have a good idea what's going to happen on Saturday for temperature, at least within a degree or two. I don't think there's, yeah, the, the 10 degree swing. Ain't happening. Watch the weather last night. I'm like, this is easy. I can go to my app right now and tell you what it says Look for the high. And 251 is right around the time that's almost at the high. So within a, a degree or two. Because right now the uh, the temperature, Ooh. oh, oh, Brady just spilled stuff. Nope. The temperature for Saturday is. Is that right? Oh, no, I'm looking at a different city. I'm like, 79? Nobody's going to win that. Yeah, no, it's for uh, Phoenix. I recommend making friends with Ian Schwartz immediately. Immediately. uh, So Saturday, it says 95 on my app. Partly cloudy skies, 95 degrees, 74 for a low. Not much chance of precipitation. Yeah, so there you go. So 95. So I'd be throwing about 93. But people who overguessed early, like this is now you're screwed. You got to go find a like a library computer and all that. I don't know how you have to do it. But keep guessing, figure out your ways to do it, and then uh, maybe you'll be that rando we meet at the airport, and hopefully you're normal. 
All those people at Four Peaks, well, I'm going to win that guess the temp thing. Like, Good God, I hope this person doesn't win that. They're lunatics. Billy, you nutbag. <laughs> I liked him, but he's crazy. Uh, we'll find out. You can do it. Go to the 98kpd.com. Uh, in the meantime, keep this number handy, 585-9800. Use it right now for a wake-up song. Keep it handy for when we have the golden ticket. Fly away sounder. Hop up right there on your speaker, and you can call us if the phones work and try to win today like we had our winner yesterday, Erica, which is great. Uh, in the meantime, give us that wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Thank you, Alliance. Uh, it is 6.52 here in the morning. Uh, again, I'm getting emails from people like, I just went outside. It's it's like the nutcracker when the all the people finally kind of come out of hiding. This, the bad thing is, Brett, the trails are going to be packed full of people. Once again, my least favorite time to ride the bike or run around, even though the best time to ride. I'm going tomorrow morning before sensitivity training. See, and I can't get up early for that. We got sensitivity training. I can't. Just can't do it, man. I'd like to, but I can't. There's uh, look. This this little Vegas thing has turned into like uh, every listener is a dog with a tennis ball. People are the over like the people who listen in the podcast in the middle of the night are emailing me like crazy. Like, they want a shot at this. And I'm like, well, this is the way the world works in 2023. I can't do it. So you change your, like, I can't fix that you're listening at the at 3 in the morning. We'll make it so we can win. Well, then wake up. Set your alarm. Play along. <laughs> right. Don't almost sleep at that time. See, there's where, that that's usually like if, if I was a quarterback of a football team and we had a day game. This is normally when I sleep. The coach is going to start the other guy. There's no like, okay, well, let's just move the game time so Deshaun can wake up for the game when he feels like it. I'm sorry. You work overnights. I got tons of them. And a couple of them are, you know, like, oh, this, this, and this. I wish I could do it. And they'll set their alarms. But between 8 and 10, if you're an overnight worker and you come home and you're dead tired, how badly do you want to win if you're not willing to just wake up for a couple hours and listen live? I used to, I used to have to do it. It sucked yes. working overnights, and, and it would be worse when we had to come here for a meeting at 10 a.m., oh. like right in the middle of my sleep. You know, yeah, it's like, here we go. A, a meeting at 1.30 yeah. in the morning for us. Do it. Like, okay, got to hop up and get that done. But, yeah, I got a bunch of them. Like, I, I'm at work at 2.30 in the morning. How in the world can I participate? I'm like, it's it. the world's still happening even though you're asleep. Well, yeah, but I don't want to get up. So, any chance you guys do the show at two someday? No, never, ever. How about for all us folks who can't play? Sorry about your luck, pal. I'm going to call Roger Goodell and ask him the same question. Hey, what kind of thing are you doing for us folks who can't play professional football? I mean, like, doesn't seem fair that I'm not in a uniform playing for the Steelers. And he's just going to go. Are you qualified? No. There's tryouts. Well, I'm not willing to do that either. I guess you're never going to play football then. But the difference is, they're all qualified. It's right here. Everybody, yeah, it doesn't go away. You do. I had a guy who emailed me and said, I live in Florida. I wouldn't be able to make the trip, but can I still play? Why? Why would you do that? And that, I kind of admire, his answer was, to f*** everybody else. And I'm like, all right, I kind of, I actually kind of, uh, I appreciate that. Put him in. I appreciate you. I might give that guy a ticket. If you can make it fit. you offering me the job. But I'd really like to work between 5 and 7 p.m. if I could. That's very know? real. Uh, Sometimes you have leverage. Yeah, that's very real. Yesterday, we have our... Uh, our if uh, you can work that deal out, you got a lot of leverage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, your, your dad, <laughs> knows, your seven, dad knows the like, owner. 
we have that uh, new uh, station intern, uh, Sexy Jesus. I don't yeah. know, is, is Kieran yeah. was his name? Kierkegaard, Fabio. I just call him Sexy Jesus, or what I like to call him is Yahya Yahweh. So he he's, he's wandering around downstairs, and I'm chatting, and then he's just sitting at an empty desk yesterday with a computer, and it's off, and he's got his hands in his lap. And I'm like, uh, Sexy Jesus, what's going on? Because uh, he had to meet Susan. It's our turn. And so she wasn't in the office, and he just sat in her office. I'm like, well, there's nobody in the. You just get out. You don't go and sit and wait for it. Well, I have to wait here. And I'm like, she's not in here. Go, You go sit in the hall. So then I goof around with her. I'm like, what's going on with you? Very nice guy. So Sexy Jesus goes back down to his desk and sits with his hands folded. And I walk by Sexy Jesus and I said, what's going on? Um, I don't know what to do. What do you mean? He goes, I need Susan to tell me my things to do today. Like, you don't have any idea, like, what you could actually, just how to look busy? Like, the computer's off, man. <laughs> this is completely obvious that you're not doing jack right now. At least and play solitaire or exactly. something. Exactly. I just click something, on. look frustrated, you know, and he's, and he's like, no, I don't. Go work I, on the phones. Come on, sexy Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Pretend, like, play Tetris on your phone and then occasionally go, ah. Make it so Lane and Heather, who sit next to you, actually feel like, you know, you're doing something. Spice up one of the shows down the hallway. Yeah, sexy Jesus. Is, oh, just walk around. <laughs> you're the new guy. We'll understand if you're just walking around. We'd all laugh and go, he doesn't know where he's going. But if you just sit quietly and twiddle your thumbs, I'm walking by. I'm sexy Jesus. Let's get something done. You got time to lean. You got time to clean. Grab a grab a towel, man. I had a. But like, he he's the same way. Like that's a mentality of a. Of, and it's not a bad guy. It's just the mentality of the youth. It's like, Lon, but if there's nothing to do, I ain't doing my it. Bounds. And then he has to shadow me, and I said, yeah. Sit on the couch, quiet down. I'm like I don't know what exactly shadowing me does. I think I'm going to screw you up more than I'm going to help you. I think shadowing me is a great idea. I had a really sore neck yesterday. I said hi to him. I touched his robe. It went away. I was healed. It was amazing. And I almost told him yesterday, like, look, sexy Jesus, you don't need to, you don't need to be an intern anywhere. Wander in on your application, just write sexy Jesus, and you're getting jobs no matter what. You've got the gift. He's got that flowing Jesus hair, the beard. He's going to be just fine. There's no reason to shadow me. I'm like, actually, the best thing you could do is just lay down and pretend to be my shadow for a little while. It's the best look at my shadow ever. If I could shadow you, that'd be fantastic. I like you. You're nice. But sexy Jesus, you're not looking in the mirror every morning going, I got the world by the balls right now. It ain't going to last forever. Soon you're going to have hair in your ears you won't understand. A little belly's going to show up out of nowhere and you can't get rid of it. Currently, you look like the Mormon paintings of sexy Jesus. Let's take advantage of it. And you're pissing off all the people around you by sitting at an empty desk doing nothing. And nobody had the courage to say anything. I'm the only one who's like, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. Nothing, my son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I told him I'd, I'd hang with him anytime. He needed somebody. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, look, yeah, yeah, Yahweh. Let's get something done around here. I'm getting a lot done right now, John. I see you in your sleep. All right, Santa. <laughs> turn your computer. At the very least, turn the computer on. I watched Mike, our IT guy, go over to his desk and he sat. And Mike's like, what's going on? He goes, I don't know. And Mike hit a button and it turned on. He goes, there you go. <laughs> like, hey, you should be better than that. But it is a thing. Like, I've got people who, like, we can't. It's hard to find people. Like, it, like that's the reason our promo crew's crazy. Look at them. Because yeah, they're nuts. You try to get, like, a relatively normal person and you try to hire them and tell them they got to work at 9 in the morning. They're like, oh, no, no, no. No, and that's not happening. I nine, sleep till 10. 9 a.m.? I sleep till 10. 
Well, yeah, but you got to get up for work. No, no, work doesn't start for me until 10 o'clock. It's very real. Except for McGill. I think he sleeps here. I'm not sure McGill has anywhere else to go. He's, I got, think, he's got many places to sleep. I, I kind of think McGill might be John Candy from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> floating around with his trunk on, on trains all night long sleeping. He, he brings out some shower curtain rings. <laughs> I'm going to lose it. McGill's always telling me about houses he's at. Oh, I was at Paul's house the other day. Do you have a home of your own? Do you stay? Because every time I see him, it's somewhere else. He's talking about where he was last night, and it wasn't home. McGill. <laughs> But he's the best worker we got because he's got a lot to lose. Brady, you look like you guys were watching a pretty cool movie last night. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, I got this email from Crazy Billy, the listener we met at Four Peaks, and he says, uh, Four Peaks was awesome. Uh, So great celebrating. All that money uh, was raised by us ghouls for the pets' lives and the Humane Society. One of the best times I've ever had hanging out with you guys, and I got to hang out with you all for five minutes, ten minutes. And it isn't because you guys are just the best radio show in Phoenix. It was extra special to me since Toledo didn't come. And Billy. And Billy's right. Toledo wasn't there, so we had a really nice night. Uh, This email, Andrew says, Hey, tell that lady who has a kid with uh, Gutierrez tattooed to his back that it isn't a tattoo, it's just a birthmark. (laughs) Is that how they can spell their name in a birthmark? Uh, This guy was very nice. He's an overnighter. And he said, I have to admit, I can answer almost every question you've asked so far for the golden ticket. But because I listen to the podcast, oh, no, this is a different one. Uh, uh, Freaking libtard Richard, I don't know why he gets beat up so bad, cuts off the last part of the show to include the Guadalupe squares. I could have answered uh, uh, the question about who who thought Brady was a rapist. I know that that's Jennifer Tilly. Tell libtard to quit cutting off the show for the podcast. I work the... uh, Afternoon shift from 3.30 to midnight. Not my fault for having to listen to the podcast, so I should get it all. I've been listening to you since 2003. I love the show. I made my guess for the temp, and I might be able to go with you guys. I've never won anything in my life. There we go. I work for a private air charter company. I've never flown in one. Wow. He said, my company only flies the rich and famous, sports figures, actors, musicians, business people, amazing people. I've never gotten in there. would love to do it. Tony, go Steelers. That wouldn't be so bad. A ghost dealer means that I automatically would get along with you on the plane. Because no matter what, I've got a default to go back to. You cut off the podcast for Tony? Cut off nothing. Okay. Everything's up there. Well, what are you talking about? I don't know what's Apparently going on. Apparently not. Lefty ways, but it's typical sure lefty. What us typical lefty. Do. You libtards, you think you do the job, and you're only doing 70% of it. That's why we pay all you libtards like a woman. 70% of our dollar. I don't know why. Ching Chavez still getting why. paid. I don't know why. It has something to do with your political leanings that the podcast is missing a part. Just something about it, man. <laughs> show needs a black hat. Yeah, I, I guess so. I really enjoy it because I don't see it as bad. Now, occasionally you do, uh, you know, your boys add it again moments where you start fighting. What, because Melania? <laughs> there you go again. Yep, there we go. Your boys add it again. He hates Melania because... Libtards just can't accept the fact that Trump nails a good one, and she likes it. And Hater, I just said maybe John Q.A.'s wife was hotter. Yeah, Quincy Adams evidently had a smoker from another country. But England, she had horrible teeth. And the hygiene in the 1700s and 1800s, not good. We're talking early early 19th century woman. That stunk. But in fairness, so did JQA. John Quincy Adams probably stunk, too. 
But back then, women didn't have a say on whether or not we stunk. They just did what they were supposed to. That was a good smell. Yeah, that smelled like a man back then. Powdered wig, stink, <laughs> sweat from that wool outfit. So, uh, Betsy sewed another flag. What did you do today? What do you mean, John? I don't know. Betsy's getting flags out like crazy. What are you doing? I, I donned your uh, suits. Okay, why? Well, they got a little smelly. That smells like a man. Uh, Miss Adams? That's Abigail? Yeah. Louisa. Louisa. Louisa Quincy Adams. Yeah. Smoking. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> I'll take yeah, you like her. Uh, you don't even know if they were Democrats. You're just, hey, no, you're just, care, you're just yeah. anti-Trump. <laughs> I'll take Melania. I'll take Melania all yeah. day. She's still alive. <laughs> Toledo would, typical libtard, dig her up and have sex with her corpse, because that's what they do. <laughs> like you and Oprah and Tom Hanks. Those baby eaters. Yeah, you guys have eaten babies and having sex with our founding father's dead wife's skeleton. That's what I think of the libtards. It is absurd what people say. Delicious. Uh, this one says, are you going to do background checks on the people that get on the plane or at least an in-person interview before they get on? People probably going to double down on their crazy-ass antics uh, so they make for uh, a chance that they try to make amazing stories. Hopefully you can try to uh, use some of those tactical black skills and get rid of some of these people. I keep trying to win. Hopefully one last DJ because I'm a good one. I'm excited for the plane ride mostly. Me too, Dustin. Uh, and that's true. No, if you win, we're not going to start doing background checks. We are, however, and I am very blunt. If you start acting up, I'm going to say so. All right, you're annoying people. I will be that guy because I'm thinking to myself that maybe if the weather's right on Saturday, I get the group like a pool cabana and we have a party on Saturday afternoon before we go to Adam Ray. But that's all dependent on who's on this trip. Because if we get two normals and a weirdo, we're going to try to dodge the weirdo. And then on the plane ride back, we're all talking about how much fun we had at the pool. And it's like, what, what, what? And now we've got a potential murderer on it. Everybody's in, but everybody's in on their best behavior. I'm not skipping anybody. We're not dodging people. But I will be the blunt tool that says, hey, you're starting to make people uncomfortable. Billy. It can happen. Brent Crandall says, uh, your phones could easily replace a Dyson, man. Do they suck? Uh, and being uh, that, I'm more than capable of fixing stuff, so I'll come down and do it. It'll take time. Here's my suggestion. You got one last ticket left for that flyaway. When it comes down to it, it is going to be very Willy Wonka. A true Holmberg fan knows how important fur faces are in our community, especially with what's going on in Chandler. Don't get me started about what's going on in Chandler. That lady that's been going from shelter to shelter using different names adopted over 70 dogs who are special needs, like missing, and uh, has like tons of dogs at her house. And, and technically, because there's no law in Chandler yet against it, she's not breaking the law. She's busting her HOA. So they'll just fine her. She pays that. She's got 70 dogs. They're trying to bust that. That's so hard to look at. And the Humane Society's hands are tied by local laws and things like that. You can get them out of there, but she's still kind of feeding them. Ah, it's awful. Blech. Anyway, says says uh, you should uh, auction off the last ticket. Uh, you're rolling the dice with those temperature guessers, but at least when you do an auction, you know that person can afford it and they can hang with the group. I would love that. You can't do it. It's illegal. Like you can't do a lottery system for prizes on the radio. Now, I know what you long-timers are thinking. Well, Dave Pratt used to do it all the time. I don't know how he got away with it. It was pure highway robbery to take your money, put it in a pile with his name on it, and then give it to the charity under his foundational name, which is a tax write-off for only him. And then never give the trip away. 
It's uh, not only is it illegal, it's the most it's the biggest scam that's ever been run in Phoenix radio history. We've been here for 22 years. That dude was here for 18. And he pulled that crap all the time and never once have I met someone who said I won one of those Hawaii trips he gave away every week. You were part of that. You were here when he was doing that. Yeah. You'd have to collect money in a tub for the trips to Hawaii that never happened. Yeah. I still don't know how that... For the I, first year when I was helping out the show and you guys would send me out, everybody that came up to the table was like, how much does it cost to sign up? Yeah. That's he their first question. You to how much does it cost to sign up? Every, yeah. And it's all illegal. <clears throat> like, I mean, by the book, in the rules, station dies if you get caught doing that. Yep. And he did it like... People would come up with money out. What's it cost? How much is it? Where's it go? He'd train them to believe that you can't have anything without paying for it, which is crazy. That's not called. And then you raise two thousand dollars from people signing up for great trips that didn't exist. We're city Hawaii, buddy. All right, everybody's heading to Hawaii. Got that trip set up, ready to go. Five dollar donation gets you one pass to get a sick blah blah blah. And then next he thing, he did you know, so much for the community. And that's and then he give it back, and it was under his name. That's a tax write-off for him. Your money. So would I love to do that? Sure. I love a good scam. I'm scared of all of them, but that seems reasonable. But man, oh man, I don't know how he got away with that. What a crooked pile. And I don't think I could do that. Like use this to be like, I'll, I'll take it. I just don't think I could do it. My scams would be much deeper in the darkness than it would that. But again, I would I'd hope so. Hiding in plain sight. That dude was a piece of work. And the more you get away from him, you're like, wow, he just robbed from the city. He's he was like a like a train robber. He came through and everybody's stuff was missing at the end. He was Robin Hood. <laughs> he, was, he was Robin something. <laughs> and, it, and it honestly took you years to break your listeners of or the KUPD listeners of that habit of trying to pay when right. they would come up and sign up. When I went to Arkansas and came back and was doing promotions again, the same thing was happening. They kept trying. All the time. It's crazy. Yeah, so, he, so that means he'd been doing it for the Don't for Well, when I worked time. with the girl that used to work with him, she's like, that's how he used to do it, and it's not right. But, like, he never gave those trips away. I've, I've been on this for years. I, nobody said a thing. Because I think the stations were worried they were culpable, too. I used to tell Chuck Artiga, old boss, I'm like, you know what you were doing was wrong. He's a good businessman. I said, no, it's crooked. And he was, he allowed it to go on so long, and he would have been the reason the station went up. It would have gone away. They just obliterated the whole the whole staff. Everything would have been fired. So yes, I would love to do an auction and give that last thing away. We can't do that at all. It's wrong. As much as I'd love to do it, because it would raise a lot of money. But maybe next year's flyaway, we can put that in the rules. I like we can thinking, auction bro. one off. Well, let's not jump ahead and making this an annual event until we see how the first one goes. <laughs> Yeah. I like your, yeah, I like I your confidence. Thinking. Look, I like the idea that it's all going to go great. Confidence That's a lunatics. super optimistic viewpoint. Every year. I'm a super cynic, man. I'm sitting there thinking I'm waiting for that guess the temp winner. NewACUnit.com. I'm I'm calling Bodie the second, you know, sloth gets on our plane. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I guess the contributor show was 94. I am your winner. Oh, you're going to take up the whole couch. Mind my drool towel, please. I'm not allowed around children. Okay. Bring the elephant man with us or what? Yeah. <laughs> I've run into some trouble. I'm not an animal. <laughs> okay. He gets out so. from his 15-year sentence on Friday. <laughs> right. 
I would actually like that. If one of our winners, oh my God, this is amazing. I've been listening to you guys in the joint for the last 15 years. Huh? I just got out last week. You're allowed to travel? Technically, no, but I will. I made a deal. You made a deal. We're okay. <laughs> Points down to his ankle. Yeah, I know where I'm at. He's bringing his PO with him. Yeah. Sure, that thing getting cut off, yeah. <laughs> My parole officer he wants to go with. They roll him out on a dolly. <laughs> right, they got yeah. Hannibal Lecter on the thing. <laughs> Five feet ten, about 175 pounds. Hair blonde, eyes blue. Said he lived in Pittsburgh, but he could have lied. Who's this? Tell me, Senator. <laughs> Did you breastfeed your baby? I don't want him on the plane anymore. Yeah, will they transport a guy in a Hannibal Lecter hand truck? We'll see. A contest with great prizes, you know what I've discovered over the years? Bring out all sorts of complainers. People who can't get up in time to win. People who want us to cater to them. Like, they basically want us to go to their job and go, would you like a trip to Las Vegas? for? No-? I can't go to, at 3 in the morning, go to your job and start asking you questions. I'm... I got 30 more minutes of sleep left at 3.30 in the morning. I'm almost awake for the show that starts now and goes until 10. And it's available to everyone. We're not holding back the fact that you can, because you're up all night, doesn't mean we have to change. I mean, I get texts from Charlie Creedle. I mean, he's like, I would like to go on the trip, but all I'm looking for is one ticket to WWE. That's all he needs. (laughs) He's like that meme that's going around with there's a little boy. And it's basically a, uh, it's the anti-Toledos, the other side, the, the Republican super freaks that uh, hate the idea of kids transitioning. I'm not a big fan of it either, but they hate the idea of kids transitioning and making that decision themselves. He said, here's what a kid would do. And they put two $5,000 rolls of hundreds, $10,000 cash in front of the kid. The kid looks at it. He looks up at his dad. He goes, that's $10,000, son. Cash money, all yours. The kid's like, all right. And he goes, now you can have that or this and he puts down two double stuff oreo cookies and the kid's eyes just hit those cookies like damn you get to choose which one you want it's a big decision in your life right now change the course of your life completely kid looks at the money like i have no idea what to do with that takes the cookies and looks at his dad like am i doing this right and then he just starts crushing a cookie (laughs) like well and then it just says never make kids make adult decisions kids like mom and dad will pay for my stuff don't worry about it take the cookies Right. It's kind of that way. The choices we make. <laughs> I don't know how I get up from Lib Tart Toledo again. But yeah. You're getting on the plane. You're complaining about all sorts of stuff. It's not our fault. Make the right choice. I'm so worried about this deep down inside me. But yeah, Brett's all excited about next year's trip. Listen, I got confidence in these lunatics. Come on. It's going to be fun no matter what. We make our own fun. As the Marshall's plaque says, happiness is what we make it. I learned that from a desperate, lonely divorcee's house. Happiness is what we make it. Right. So you just take all that crap and stuff it down and pretend you're not miserable. It's true. But also, a little cynicism mixed in there doesn't hurt. Yeah, I love the idea of that. Making kids choose $10,000 or cookies, too. That's the best meme on the internet. Hilarious. Now I'm getting them all. Complainers can't help it, man. Stop it. It's not like we have the options. Yes, you do. It's a free thing available to all of you. You choose whether or not you're going to set an alarm to get up if you work all night and try to win. 
will keep it up. This one says, uh, you've always said you don't want kids, so why is a flyaway seeming like it might become you watching a bunch of misbehaving adult kids? It could be, but I'm telling you right now, I'm not the babysitter. Not doing it. We're trying to avoid those scenarios. Right, and if it happens, I'll tell them, look, you're you're not allowed to play in a reindeer game. And then I'll say, Toledo, handle this. And then he'll hang out with them at the M&M store and walk them up to the sphere and all nope. that. Walk <laughs> them right down there and I'll walk right out. <laughs> you're flying back in spirit. There you go, kid. There's your room. You know what I might do? Take some money of my own. And get return one-way tickets on Spirit. <laughs> Open-ended. Yes. If you start acting up, you're gone. You get a demerit, and it's in the form of this you ticket go, on Violet, Spirit. You're, you're going home. Yeah, it's like Willy Wonka. Yep. You screw up, and I send you out of the factory. What do you get when your friend is a drunk? Don't steal the fizzy lifting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> and I just hand you your Spirit. And I say, good day, sir. You're not allowed on the nice jet. Back on spirit. Oh, goodness. Why are you doing this? Go home now, sir. Says it right here in the rules. <laughs> if I don't like you, you go home. Rules are in crayon. <laughs> yes, they're subject to change at any time in Crayola. So Let's go, understand. Charlie. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's get out of here, Charlie. He's mean. <laughs> I'll wear the purple suit and the hat, too. I don't care. I'll look like Purple Fetterman. <laughs> Fetterman Wonka. That would be pretty cool. That's a solid <laughs> idea. Good, 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 uh, good day, sir. Strike, strike. <laughs> Another hit. That Fetterman character, I tell you. Anyway, uh, it's seven seventeen. What do you got in the big board of musical treats? All right, it is wake up song time, and of course, it's brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. We were just talking about the weather being so nice this weekend, and uh, make sure you hit the trails. And the best way to do it is on a brand new bike from Action Ride Shop. Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are all on sale, or you got a nice bike already? Get it tuned up. Mention KUPD, get ten dollars off. ActionRideShop.com, or just uh, go down and visit the boys on there at Gilbert Road and Southern. On the list, uh, Hate Breed, Falling in Reverse, Pantera, yeah. uh, Parkway Drive, Volbeat, August Burns Red. Zombie and Ministry are in town on Sunday, so oh. we can do either Zombie or Ministry. And There's a new POD there. I'll let you this pick it. Down. Is the new POD you like that? It's okay. It sounds, yeah, nothing, you know, it's POD. Yeah, it's okay. ish It's all right. It's not bad. Potish. Ministry. I like the Ministry, though. All right, we'll go with Ministry. Burning Inside. And that show is this weekend. Man, Sunday. that snuck up on us, huh? Is that a sold-out show? No. No. Zombie, uh, Alice Cooper. That's why I said Zombie and Ministry will be in town. And Filter. Filter's kind of okay. Yeah, they're okay. A good opener. Yeah. You get they're only hey doing like five or six songs. Yeah, so you get Hey Man, okay. Nice Shot, and then, uh, you know. And then the other one. And, uh, I got a take friend a picture. that's going to it. Take a picture. Yeah, that's right. Take yeah. A picture. I got a friend that's going to it, and, and now he can't go. Something happened. He's like, uh, if you know anyone that wants to buy tickets. And I'm like, I was just curious. Yeah. What'd you pay for your tickets? Three fifty a piece. Whoa! Three hundred and fifty dollars each yeah. for the zombie show. Yeah. So they must be. This general admission starts at twenty nine fifty. I think <laughs> well, your friend might. What have he buy? Tickets from Pratt? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> was happened? Pratt doing a raffle? <laughs> American money? What are we talking about here? Is he? This isn't Janny. He's not using no, his Sudanese no. cash. No, he got right? VIP or something. Yeah, he must have got. Them. I'm meeting Janny in Sedona on Saturday. Because he wants to go four wheeler, and I'm like, why do you want to be out in the woods again? I don't understand you. I want to walk on that trail with you. I'm like, why? You've done enough walking. You you hoofed it across Africa to get out, drinking pee. And I want to meet you in Sedona and play in the woods. All right. So I'm going to have him in the back seat, floating around in the Jeep. <laughs> He's going to cry. 
He'll love it. <laughs> he's crazy. Oh, I am a little bit worried that because he's very. Uh, he travels to other countries without reservations in a hotel. He just goes. Yep. And it comes back. Hold on, on like what countries? Costa Rica, Colombia. I know. He went to Colombia and he goes, "We did not have a room." And I'm like, "What? We flew there and we just assumed we would have a room, but there was a festival, and the festival we could not get a room." So we went to a bar and we made friends with some people and we stayed at their house. I'm like, the first day in Colombia, in Medellin, you made pals with some folks and lived with them. The amazing part of um, of the world is how friendly everyone is. I'm like, no, it's not. Is there a bunch of naked people in the back, you know, putting together bricks of stuff? Better story comes from this. Talking to Janie about the friends he met in Medellin. And one of the girls and I couldn't have hit it off. We don't speak the same language. So they communicate through the, the Text app. translation? Text trans- yeah. Google Translate. They're official. What? Yeah. Married? <laughs> Married as Janie will ever be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's my girlfriend. I'm like, are you crazy? The girl in met. How long did you know her before you got? Well, it was two days. I was living at the house. And we, uh, she's my girlfriend. Like, you got to be kidding me. Well, I mean, it's not official, official. You know what I mean? She's, so they, they have like these text love sessions where Google translates how to say, suck on this part of me in another language. Boy, you better not slip up. Yeah. yeah. Your meaning on that. Because <laughs> right. the next thing you know, you got the Medellin people here. Yep. He's beautiful. He's love. He's a lover. He's a, a wonderful human being. So I got him floating around. I don't know if the girl from Medellin's going to show up, but I'll have him in the Jeep. Just texted him. Happy Negro. Nicorzo. <laughs> My heart is black. <laughs> what? Daddy's heart is black? Mm-hmm. Suck your heart. Why? Sucko. Chupa mi corazón. Mi corazón. Culo mi labia. Your butt. <laughs> what? So, I'm sure. Uh, the only thing I'm really worried about, though, is once he's up there, he's going to get tired and not want to go home. And he'll be sleeping on the floor. He'll be looking off the edge of the bed going, there's a Janny in my Good room. chance of that. <laughs> I would just stay with you. That's not part of the plan. What, he rolls out a mat? <laughs> I, think he, I don't think he guess needs a mat. <laughs> I sleep on the patio. It's like, no, I can't do that to you. It's like a wild animal. LaBerge won't do that. Yeah, they won't. She's not going to look that. good. She's not going to look good. Yeah. The folks at LaBerge frown on keeping your black guy outside. <laughs> Your porter is on the uh, <laughs> All right, out you go, out you go. Don't make too much noise. That's your corner. I need a mat. Bad boy if you leave the patio, bad boy. And a straw bale. For what? Uh, I got an African with me, and he's not staying inside Excuse tonight. Excuse me, sir? Well, I don't want him in the room in case something gets fishy. Your neighbors are very concerned. Wake up. Good morning. <laughs> Were you out there all night? Of course. Good God, we need one of those. He's sitting on a rock. <laughs> You're going to start a trend. How did you get that? How did you talk him into that? He does it to himself. Sitting on a rock on the stream. He's got a stick with a string on yeah. it, fishing. <laughs> He's just re- <laughs> crushing. Just whipping him out of the stream. That dead lion next to him. Like, I killed this mountain lion. I bring us fish. <laughs> we have restaurants. Now, why and would now we have restaurants? Prepare I would feast. prepare a feast because I have brought them a bounty. <laughs> Jenny, stop fishing and killing the mountain lions. Please. Pull over, John. Avalina. 
Okay. What are you going to do? Chase him? Take a photo? Oh, my God. He just ripped its neck out. You're just that pig squeal. Yeah. (laughs) I have killed again. Put it in the back of the Jeep. No. Spent a lot of money on this thing over it. Jesus Christ, man. Slinging sound. I can't get the blood off of my (laughs) subwoofer. Take it over to Scotty Karate. I got uh, Havelina blood all over the speakers again. (laughs) I got to stop taking Janie out in the woods. A couple of talakapaki with a slave. Hey, Janie, uh, there's drinks in the cooler, uh, so you can stop drinking that bag of piss. I carry it yeah, in the woods. This is where. That's how you survive. He's my. He's. I think he may be my favorite person on the planet. I love hanging out with him. His stories are remarkable. So I'm in Wait love. a minute. You're taking Megan and Janie. You're yeah. gonna make bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, when a man bear and a girl bear love each other very much. <laughs> Jenny might actually fall in love with one of the animals. And, and yes. I have met another love of my life. And she will be returning with us to sensitivity training uh, here in Sedona. So out you go. I'm going to shut the lights out now, Jenny. I will sleep on the porch. Yes, you will. Not done talking. Yeah, but we are still friends. Oh, of course we're friends. We're better friends now that you're on the porch. Yes. You're kind of crushing the friendship by sleeping on the floor in the room. Man, you won't have to fire. worry about that. <laughs> hey, don't put. Wait, 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 there's a fire in the middle of the room. What are you doing? Womp. No, 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 no. You're really resorting back to old boys. You're. Look, he's not that way at all. He's the most bougie person. Take of a all lost time. boy out yeah. of the I was jungle. Just saying, and... You're not going to have to worry about that. He'll be up in some palace in the in the Red Rocks. No question. He'll meet somebody. He'll end up mayor of Why Oak Creek. Stay with us. Yeah. Oh, he'll be at that he's... church. He'll be at that giant church. He'll be running it. Yep. Pastor Janie. He's amazing. I've never seen somebody accomplish more in like seven minutes by winning over a group of people like Jan. He's unreal. And he's, he's my favorite person in the world. I honestly believe that. He's my most international friend. Without question. Huh. Dragon was there for a while, wasn't he? Wilson? Yeah. He's from he Indiana. Yeah, but he, he just looks in, He's <laughs> the least international thing I've ever touched. That the most dude. Asian redneck we know. Yeah, he is as... He is as international as Yangling. <laughs> it's an old brewery with a funny name. It's an Asian last name, Wilson. I mean, how international is that? He likes NASCAR, F1 racing. Nothing about it. Goes back to 500 every year. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he likes well, yeah, IndyCar right. and that's F1. Right. and He likes auto sports. Is he going to Vegas for that F1 race? We're all trying to go back. I just want to see the spectacle. They closed the strip. Yeah. And we'll see it when we're there. They're starting yeah, to shut the roads down. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, they have it all repaved. Done. It's amazing when they shut down parts of it to get that thing up to snuff. It's amazing. Uh, all right. You ready with ministry? Yeah. Let's do it. It's your wake-up song, everybody, as we creep ever so close to 8 o'clock when the golden ticket uh, opens itself to you. The potential is there from 8 until 10. So, good luck. We had a winner yesterday. Everybody said we wouldn't get one. Oh, the questions are going to be true. Nope. We've had a winner. And we had all these people saying online that they I've got all of them right. So, we'll see. Does Janie killing all those wild animals give new meaning to tactical black? Yes, in a different application. He is, he is my tactical black. <laughs> That's so much. I will meet you there at 8 in the morning. That is good hunting time. You got a t-shirt with Janie's face on it and put tactical black? With oh, that my God. I would wear it everywhere. <laughs> Too soft. Just to make so perfect. People question. Oh, he's the best. So, we'll see. More than likely, uh, my scenario of him 
reverting back to his days in the Sudan are gone, and he's going to be like, let's go to Mariposa for some appetizers. Yeah, you're big on appetizers. Leaving behind food. (laughs) You like, yeah. Box this up. Mm. (laughs) Never ever thought you'd say that. I can't finish this. (laughs) You're full. Come on. How great is America, really? I am so full. Ah, love hearing that that accent. Uh, Let's do it. It's ministry, everybody. Uh, which one are we doing? Burning Inside. Burning Inside. All right, Burning Inside. It's uh, Concert Psyching Rock. It's happening this weekend. Uh, tickets still available for uh, $28 or you can buy them from Brady's friend for a million. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, let's go at it. It's Ministry. It's 98KUPD. Go. Still love it. Stone Temple Pilots. That's the sex type thing there. That is uh, glorious. glorious stuff. I saw that one. The trip to Lake Mead uh, emails come flying in. <laughs> Everybody's got a suggestion on how they could get on this plane. Every single one. Of you. Well, the only way to do it is to uh, listen for the golden ticket. Boom. It sounds between 8 and 10 o'clock. You call. See if our phones work. We take the eighth caller. We quiz you for five. You get through five, you're on the plane. You don't? No chance. We like it. Good thing. We had a winner yesterday. Good one. So we keep that up. And it is a random draw off those phones, especially the way they're working. So there's not a whole lot we can do as far as making it so we keep the riffraff away. Goofy people can win, too. You make the world more interesting, that's for sure. Uh, it is time now for the Brady Report, speaking of goofy people. And it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. There's a game tonight. Who's playing tonight? I don't even know who's... Uh, what's the game tonight? I have no idea who's playing tonight. Anyway, you can watch it. Hooters has got the uh, football special starting at 6 o'clock. You get $2 off... Any 10 wings and wash them down with some cold drinks. Giants Niners. Uh, that, on paper before the season that started looking yeah. good. Is it in San Fran? Yeah. Giants are going to get killed. Yep. Cross-country trip on a Thursday? That's impossible to win. Uh, anyway, you can watch that game tonight. You can watch all the games this weekend if you want. And they always like to say, you know, kids eat free, which is true always. Uh, but they don't charge you for the kids' meal is what I'm saying. Saturdays at Hooters, you just bring in a, a kid and eat an adult entree, and that kid will get a free meal. Oh, they have to be under 12, and I don't know how you prove that because they don't have ID. But just in case you've got a kid who looks 12 or younger, they eat free on Saturdays. And I know what you're saying, parents. They always eat free, but Hooters doesn't charge you because they love you. Hooters, thank you. Brady, reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Miniature Golf Day. It's been a while. Check out that Putters World in Scottsdale. I hear that's great. Is that it's, the one at the... Uh, the other one is... The uh, Um Yeah, it's up... Or at the Q... It's up off the uh, Frank Lloyd Wright and Scottsdale Road. But that's different than the one in the mall. There's one on the west side, too. That is... Uh, I don't worry about that one. Yeah, I'm, stroke not or that. I'm talking about the there. one that's at the queue. is not the one you're talking about. I There's one in that mall. Yeah, that's got to be it. I would. Have you been there? Yeah. Is it in a mall? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a big but mall? I, I've never heard of the queue. The queue, yeah. The Kierland that's across the street. The quarter? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I've been there a couple times. I never. Yeah. Is it by the airport? You don't across the street is. from the airport. <laughs> if you go down Frank Lloyd Wright, right. there's, uh, let's see, what else is You know where Kierlin Mall is, Brady? I do. It's is not it on Scottsdale the... Road? No. All right, then that's not what we're talking about. This guy. <laughs> I'm glad you're not we my just Uber started. Driver. Yeah. <laughs> He's my Uber. One of them is pop something, the pop stroke thing, and I think that's, that's West. And then this one's in the Scottsdale Quarter, and then the one you're talking about's on its own, over by C2 Tactical or something. 
Yeah, it's in a mall. Yeah, though, like a strip mall, not a I mall. I think it mall. took over. You've what been used there. To be there. I have, but I, I don't know what was that um, Home from, Depot. So it's in a strip show. mall. It's not in a mall. In a strip mall. Very. Okay. Not like Scottsdale Quarter and Kierland are a mall kind of thing. Yeah. Right. No. Whew. Brett, go hit him. My head hurts. <laughs> you can go there if you'd like, though. It's miniature golf day. Good luck finding it yeah, in those yeah, directions. Yeah, just, you know what? Grab a putter and a ball and just start knocking around the freeway a little bit and wish for the best. I'm going to put it in a clown's mouth in a minute. Is it Putt Shack? Is that what you're looking at? I don't know the name of it. Putter's I, World is the name. That's the one you Go know Go ahead about. and Google Putting that. World. I got it. <laughs> you ID10T. <laughs> don't start yelling at them. Hey, man. You're the one who made this confusing. <laughs> They're the idiots. Just go to Glow Putt Mini Golf. That sounds good. Is that it, Brady? There's your store. Yeah. And that is in the strip mall next to a PetSmart. You've been there. Twice. You know that's not a mall. It's a strip mall. It's like a big, long mall. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I'd go to that. They're selling the merch right there. They got hot girls putting. They do, like, tournaments. Yeah, it's Like, once a month, you can win 10 grand. That is a massive thing starting up. That and pickleball are going to suck up all sorts of real estate, and then in a few years it's going to be like a zombie movie. Just pickleball, and that's empty. It's in the promenade. The promenade. The Scottsdale promenade. Okay. All right. <laughs> With Bitter. authority, he said. Man. All right, go ahead. Right out a couple loud. baseless fun facts. It's the 21st of September. Do you remember? Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Maurice White, the lead singer, claimed he just uh, chose the 21st because it sounded good when he sung it. Yeah. But his wife said September 21st was the due date of their son, Cabron. He doesn't remember that. No, no, no. No guy knows the due date. Was he born on the 21st? Only a woman remembers the day you're supposed to come out. Do you remember... 25th night of September. Nah, nah, I forgot about all that. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I just, that? It just sounded pretty when I sang it. I don't know nothing about what she's talking about. That ain't mine. Cabron. Nope. Cabron. Wouldn't me. There were Olympic medals for architecture from 1912 to 1948. Frank Lloyd Wright won, won all of them. That would be pretty neat to like go through your great grandma's stuff and find like, wow, she won a got a gold medal. Gold medal? What was she, like an archer or something? No, she's an architect. They misspelled archer. <laughs> it is. Way too many letters are for... This is like a Chinese medal. They spelled it wrong. Potato, potatoes were illegal in France from 1748 to 1772. That's the famine? Because the government thought they were poisonous. Right. And when they say potatoes, they meant Irish people. Uh, that's, I was yeah, just going to say They were that. talking about the actual yep. food. They love potatoes. but Gonorrhea is the strongest creature alive. It can pull 100,000 times its body weight. Was that the one that used to spin in circles and fight Godzilla? Yes. Yes. Run! People are coming out of the woodwork. God damn it, Brady. I live in Hoodyear. That's and I like that. That's awesome. I still know Scottsdale better than you, Brady. And he was Jesus. talking about a place he's been. Right. Yes, I've been there. Is it in the Scottsdale Quarter? 
Scottsdale uh, Promenade. Yes. The guy says, Frank Lloyd Wright and right. Scottsdale Road. Jesus, Brady. He asked you if it was on yeah, Scottsdale Road. Good for Road. looking yeah, it up. Right there on the, yeah. right there on yeah. the corner. Good job looking it up. Okay, Thanks, rather than going with the guy who's been there. Is there water there? You've been to Venice. Like, tell me what it, what do I? Well, the one with, they have water in that one. You've been there, not me. A lot of canals. Look it up. Brady's travel agency, not going well. That's the Matterhorn. No, that's not in Italy. It's close, though. Look it up. Brady, you realize the Valley has a lot more to offer than just Gilbert. Watch this, though. Where's World of Cheese? Central and Missouri. <laughs> World of cheese. Where's the closest Shake Shack to you? This will be interesting. Williams Field Road and uh, Greenfield. Watch yeah. this. Where's the second closest? You do. You got too. me, Bob. No, you do too. Where's I, another why would one? I need to know well, another because you're, one. you drive across town. And you for, know what I do? I Google you it. You drive across town for a hot dog. You're insane. Was it a hot dog you went to go get in North Scottsdale that time when you were no, golfing that at the was, Raven? Uh, um, the Italian deli. That had hot dogs. In the promenade, in the Scottsdale promenade. And it was a million miles away, and you had a tea time at like 1145. Not far South from Putter's Mountain. World. Right, right. It's in the area. <laughs> but he knows where the glizzies were. I don't know. There wasn't good food in it. Why don't I remember the roads? There's a new dating term. Anti-ghosting. Oh. Anti-ghosting is the opposite of ghosting. Instead of disappearing and not texting back, you're up front and you tell them that you're out. In other words, dumping someone. How about decent, decent human behavior? It's anti-ghost, man. Ghosting is just such a strange, cowardly, odd thing. Like it's so, it's weird. Got another person that dove into a outhouse to get their Apple phone, their iPhone. Uh. Lady in Michigan, Tuesday morning, dropped her Apple phone, went in head first, got stuck. Why are you going in head first? Get a stick in a magnet or something. Buy the insurance, you cheap son Just of a Just get bitch. a new phone. Someone heard her yelling. She got stuck. I'd have left her. First responder showed up, found her in the muck. Oh, she got the, she got the iPhone. And, yeah, that's what matters. Yeah, you're covered in blue dye and human poo. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't go after it. No. That's why you buy insurance. That's, I don't even have the insurance. I still wouldn't go after it. Just You lost it that day. And by the way, having my phone out in a port john is against the rules, too. You put it in your purse if you're a lady, or you secure it in one of your pockets or your waistband as a man. You do not whip it out. Floating around one of those places. Rooms covered in All my valuables get put away. It's an awful lot of here. Let me just whip out the most expensive thing I carry around and fumble around with. Scientists from Japan say AI can help us understand what different chicken clucks mean with an 80% accuracy. Delicious! No, they're not going to... Say they're, their they're, living conditions are bad or <laughs> substandard here, but uh, it uses the sound of their vocalizations to determine distinct emotional states, including hunger, fear, anger, contentment, excitement, and distress. Got to imagine most chickens not very content. Almost all of them 
are full of fear because, hey, I met a guy yesterday and he's disappeared. Like, they're constantly dealing with the disappearance of their family and friends. It's it's like Adam Walsh every day for a chicken. It's worth pointing out that the uh, research is in the very early stages, and the study was spearheaded by a Tokyo professor named Adrian David Joke, better known as the sex robot research guy. <laughs> He's diverse. It's a shame chickens are so ugly, because all those other birds we don't eat, we decided to make the ugliest bird of all of them our most favorite. We just breed. I can't. Every time I see a plate of chicken wings, I think, how many of them are there? Because in the restaurant I sit in where there's a plate of chicken wings, there's another million in the country serving up another plate of chicken wings. And we got a surplus still coming in. There is so much chicken all over the place. I can't even, I can't grasp how many chickens are like 17 per cage to shut. And we're like, oh, they can manage it. I'm like, no, we love it. And they're not cute. That's the big issue for chickens. If they could doll up a little bit, we'd slow it down. They'd get more support. And the ones that do doll up, they don't really kill. They let just let them live on the farm. Lay eggs. Like those hairy legged ones. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. The hippie chickens. <laughs> this craft. Uh, Recalled a bunch of craft singles because the plastic film on each slice can rip and allow a thin strip to remain on the cheese without people realizing it. So it's a choking hazard. It tastes the they same. They don't want to take any chances. Oh, look at the They're recalling a bunch hog. of the craft singles. Um, packages with uh, 24 slices that expire between January 10th and the 27th, and packages with 72 slices that expire in January 9th through the 16th. All right. What kind of hurry are you in? 4,000 cases. That you can't recognize that there's still plastic on your cheese. That's how fast you're... No. Drop the S. Drop the S. That's how fat you are. Uh, (laughs) That you can't get to to that cheese quick enough. It's not even fully unwrapped. That cheese food. That is the equivalent of moving the underwear out of the way. Not even taking it off. Take your time. <laughs> it's just, it yeah. is. It's that, you're going to get that weird burn on the left side. Just take it off. Be classy. You're They're, banging that. You're banging that cheese with its underwear pushed to the side. It's essentially what's going on. Well, don't worry. They're fixing it. Thank God. They're pulling its. Pants you're going to be able to slip that cheese right out of there. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> Drop these cheese panties right onto the counter. <laughs> that one's still got some. Damn it. Your panties burned me. That's Brady called that. The individually wrapped ones are just, it's lingerie, cheese lingerie. <laughs> it's still in its panties, but it's see-through. Six. Look at it, and it's see-through underwear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peel it off, bitch cheese. <laughs> Who's the monger now? <laughs> Call They're, me monger. Get ready to pay a little more for your uh, I like my cheese. Litter. When it's immature. A little bit young, underage, you know what I'm saying? Not quite I like that developed. mature cheese. Yeah, I like that gooey, soft, young cheese. <laughs> wrapped up in its plastic. I take a knife and I cut its underwear off. No way, I'll take a sharp cheddar, aged 18 months. You like those? The hard cheese? Gay. <laughs> Real hard. Give me some of that burrata. Slop that all over my beard. 
I want to glisten. <laughs> yeah, I want to squeeze it like a fake can. Oh, I'm getting hard talking. Jeez. We've got a kitty litter shortage sweeping the nation. Clorox is uh, the manufacturer of uh, Scoop Away, um, Fresh Step, and Everclean. Buy those right now. There's going to be a shortage because of, of a cyber attack on the company. Messing up their systems. They had to basically do similar to what they're doing in Vegas on stuff, doing hand orders written yeah. down. you got to do it all without the computers. By the way, Phil's has emailed in, and he says, uh, the video of that lady going for her cell phone in the thing isn't news. It's uh, They were just filming a new porn genre, <laughs> women stuck in porta johns <laughs> It's out there. I guarantee you that's out there somewhere. Girls stuck in dryer, boring. Girls stuck under bed, boring. Girls stuck in a porta john my interest. The real pervs are on that. This Australian journalist, she works for ABC. Her name's Kirsten Drysdale. She just gave birth to her third child. She wanted to see if uh, she could register a certain name with the birth, death, and marriages register in Australia. So she entered the name uh, Methamphetamine Rules, and they approved it. She's a news lady? Yeah. She'd be like Mark Curtis naming his kid Crystal Meth? Yeah, she just wanted to see if it would pass. To see, because oh. the department has also been accused of making you or coming up a name with a baby. If they don't approve it, they'll name your baby. Oh, and the guy there, the director of the department, says we do not name babies. What we do is, if that name is not approved, right, we suggest a name. Oh, you throw a name to, out. Yeah, and we have to assign it for temporary basis. You can change it later. Yep. And she's going to change uh, methamphetamine rules, uh, but she won't say what the new name is. But they allowed it. Her husband suggested Speedy or something. Yeah, that's not bad. Well, they allowed methamphetamine rules, which was her point, that they have some stuff you can slip past. Yeah. But like racial slurs and Nazi and Hitler and stuff like that, they'll flag those. And her hit piece will be uh, coming out soon. Right. Let's get to a couple of radio videos. Okay. The first one is a little uh, follow-up from that F-35 stealth fighter that crashed. It disappeared. In it's uh, someone at a, I don't know what news, oh, WBTW TV in Myrtle Beach interviewed a guy who witnessed it. This is an eyewitness to the plane crash that they couldn't find. Yeah. Okay. This is, the, this is well, this oh, guy he should. he found it. They should lead him right to it, right? Yeah. You got an eyewitness. Who knew? All right. Let's see. Let's eventually see. And let's see. Here we go. Come on now. The eyewitness that should lead you to the crashed plane that still Randolph loves. White is the guy's okay. name he interviewed. Randolph. All right, here we go. In the bathroom taking a shave. <laughs> and I me? heard a, a screech. <laughs> a shave. Saw that between a screech and a whistle. <laughs> so what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. In my whole house show. White says he didn't realize You're it was a, a plane at the He's time, gonna be so he a didn't thing. call anybody. The first thought came to me, I thought, must put to the meteorite coming out of space or something? <laughs> and I said, well, if the airplane it needed to be reported, but the thing was flying is too low. So yesterday evening, I said, the helicopters, I'm not out here walking. Choppers keep flying around. I said, well, somebody must, somebody must have robbed a banker, killed some people or whatever. <laughs> I walked up there. 
He told me it was about, about the plane. The F-35B oh airplane God. wreckage created a scat man. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's a... Uh, <laughs> wreckage uh, is located Harry off Old Georgetown brother? Road. Military security. Oh, there you go. That's a good eyewitness right there. Screaming. Good description. That, that wheezing scream he gave was pretty solid. All right. What else you got? Next one is uh, how a group of girls deal with uh, fire. Someone uh, She's oh. blowing out some candles. <laughs> it's and usually a birthday. It's like no reason it's a birthday for it. candle. Right. But... She had a birthday celebration, and the girls... Girls got her a cake, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Celebratory birthday. Hi. Is this it? Oh, no. no that's no, a celebrity a apologizing. Yeah, that's a girl who did yeah. a bad... Con- that's it unfunny. Was also on the, the... No, I just said the, the eyewitness was the only one on. Oh, okay. So you didn't give him the video? I, I told him. I'm going <laughs> to do that. F-35. Do you have it or not? I don't have that one. Do you have the other one? I have The first one I have is your bull. Yeah, the bull. That's the one? Let's go miniature golfing. That's one we I don't had. know where to go, Brad. No, no, it's the one below that. Google you didn't it. get the other two I sent you. You two need to discuss this on a daily basis. Well, no, you just talk about show. He, there's a bull. Yeah, he no kidding. There's a bull. He went out of order. There's the bull. We don't know anything about the bull yet, Brett. You sure you got any videos over there? You want to do a couple <laughs> I'll real find quick? Something. Yeah. Oh, there's this the girls is the blowing out candles. Yeah. Okay, Here, I don't know what the hell is going one. on with you two. <laughs> She's too close. Her eyebrow. Her eyelashes on fire. What are those phony eyelashes? She got, why do you have to get so close? I like how they all help. All of them knew. Yeah. I think that's fake. I do, too. They all knew too quickly. Yeah. yeah. They all knew too quickly. They're screaming the second it lights on fire. I, think that's yeah, I don't buy sh- it. That's from a show Lisa watches, because that girl is in the show. No, no, no. Bert's right. That one's not real. Much as I want it to be. Let's see if the bull one's right. I thought we saw this. We did see this one. Oh, did we? Didn't we? Is it the one that jumped over the? Yeah, the guy reaches over and he jams him in the face or something. Oh no, that was the fat guy. This is a different one. This one one takes a little bit uh, longer. They're they're trying to coax the the bull bull in a pen. They're teasing him, kind of on a road, and uh, yeah, they're getting ready to to run him. And this is the solo one that they always let out. And he's the bull's kind of sizing up. Yeah, they're teasing him a little bit, and he's looking at the crowd. Not a huge crowd. Good crowd. Very patient. Kind of makes. He comes over to the fence. Yeah, he's gonna make a move. Another guy's going to work his way to the other side here. Oh, yeah, he Up oh, and he over, right over and the then fence. he's in the crowd. That guy got oh, gored right God. off the bat. He's done. Oh, he is killing people in the crowd. I didn't know they could jump that high. <laughs> must be a first over there. He's like the Michael Jordan of cattle. Oh, that's it. Pick up the limp guy. That dude's yeah. really, That's the best thing you can do to a guy with a spinal <laughs> injury is just throw him around the road a little bit. It's air cattle. I want those shoes. Gotta be the shoes, money. Wow. All right. And Brett doesn't have any today, which is good. Got my standards. That's right. He didn't like the death and dismemberment. Death and dismemberment. Here. So what is this? Somebody. This is a baseball. Today? Oh, you got more. He's not Cardinals done. game. I'm not sure if this happened recently or it's. I've never seen this play, but the. I think this might have happened last year. I think it might have happened last year. All right. And Pilar hits one back toward the middle. Sosa to his left. Nice play. Spin around him, but he throws it away. Oh, hits the oh, side hit of the, the face. the head. I haven't seen this. Oh, bad Hopefully throw. Hopefully that's Angel Hernandez. Right off no. the bat. Oh. Baseball right into the cheek of the umpire. So wildly after he did the spin. Oh, my. Was it wild or was it accurate? He saw a face and he yeah. threw it to it. Wow. It just oh. clunks the umpire. Whoa. I think that's one of the most accurate throws he's made. We like that. First base ump getting popped in the face. Just wish it was Angel Hernandez. Yeah, that right. would be nice. Everybody terrible. does. Oh. 
He'd have called it a strike. Yeah. <laughs> You're out. You're out of here. Wow. That was a good one there. All right. Nobody died today, Brett. That's good. Maybe one. Today was a good day. <laughs> you got to say. It was a good day. Uh, it's 8-11. That means we're in the heart of it, everybody. At any moment, you could hear Grandpa Joe start singing about that golden ticket. And when you do... Warm it up. 602-585-9800. That is the phone number... And you can be on our set jet flight to Las Vegas. Hanging be out patient. in Resorts World. Yeah, be patient. We'll get to him. We'll get to that eighth caller. There's too many of you. Sometime today. It takes a while. So many listeners that you break our stupid phones. I had a talk with the crew yesterday about the phones. And now they're starting to say they're so outdated they don't know what to do. So the tune is completely changed. Mike came in yesterday and he's like, I got bad news. And I'm like, what? It can't be any worse than what the phones are already. What, we can't do a thing. He goes, yeah, you, you can't use the phones to have people call in. I'm like, are you uh-huh. joking? He goes, kind of, but yeah. He goes, you have too many people calling in. It's yeah, We're overloading yeah. the system. Which, when is WKRP ever Yeah, no, 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 no. It's never been a problem until we went to this updated awesome phone thing. And now it's way too out of date. I'm like, you know what isn't out of date? The phones that work. The good ones. The ones you plugged into a wall. I hate to say this, but at the old building, we never had this problem. Ever. No. Guadalupe's technology yeah. far exceeded what yeah. goes on. We'll still get it done, though. We've been managing, so get ready for it. 585-9800. Keep that number in your phone and uh, be ready for when that thing happens. It could happen at any time. We don't even know. It's just randomly going to place itself in the computer and fire itself off, and then you guys start calling. We'll do five questions, get you on that set jet up to Vegas, Resorts World, Shine Down, Adam Ray. Oh, it's going to be great. And if you don't win, keep in mind, always go to 98kupd.com. Newacunit.com's got their... Uh, Guess the temp game going on. Saturday's the day. Current forecast is 95 degrees for Saturday, so you can get to guessing. I'd have waited till tomorrow for that one, but everybody told me not to say that. We don't get any web traffic that way. Yeah, but why would you guess 10 days before the forecast when you can guess the day of the forecast? Now's the time I'd be going if I was. I didn't think this through. They just look at me like I'm the idiot. Why would you tell the listeners not to go to the site? We can go to the site all you want. I just wouldn't guess yet. Well, then just, why would you do that? I don't know. This was your thing. It's a good idea, and tons of people have done it. They're going to kill it today, I guarantee you. You but, just uh, yell down the hallway, call legal, and they all scare. Like, <laughs> they all oh. run away. Yeah. <laughs> like cockroaches, Brady. <laughs> you didn't finish that. Yes. <laughs> Very faint. <laughs> they scare for like cockroaches. I said it dirty. Uh, it's eight thirteen. There you go. I'm there goes sorry. there goes your Brady report. It's ninety eight. There's some POD for you. Still sitting around waiting on that uh, thing to happen. That middle of the show, anytime now, kind of thing that could happen. And you just never know when the computer's going to fire it off. We don't know. Once it happens, it happens. But when you hear, and you know it by now, because a lot of you are emailing, trying to play the game. Five questions. When you hear the sound, drop in front of you about that golden ticket. 602-585-9800, and that's when you know to call, how to call, what you need to be doing. Eighth caller's going to get themselves... Because I got a golden ticket. Because I got a golden ticket. happened while I'm talking. That's never happened yet. Because I got a golden ticket. Right now, then. Never mind. I was just promoing, and here we go. Damn, Grandpa Joe cutting you off like that. Because I got a golden ticket. He sure does, and you might know. Okay, here we go. I was expecting it a little later. Nope, there she sits, right in front of us. All right, the golden ticket is, is now dropped on you. 
fingers ready? Wow. 602-585-9800. Eight callers going to get quizzed. Quiz about this show celebrating its 22nd birthday. Actually, it was August 27th. And we are supposed to celebrate our 21st birthday in Vegas last year, but a lot of things happened. We're waiting until now. Better late than never, I say. And Brett wants to make it an annual trip. Yeah. Very, very ambitious and optimistic of Brett Fesley to think that this is going to go so well we need to keep going. And that's the thing we used to do with those bus drives down to Tucson. Hey, that was fun. We should do it again. Eventually, you get to that one where you're like, we're never, ever getting on this again. Three. Never. It took us three. The second one was sketchy. Third one was right out. There was rape talk. There was a lot of, like, people we think may be dead. Stow away in the luggage. We had somebody stuck in the luggage thing of the bus. We also nearly killed a man when uh, we got to Tucson, and he caught an elbow from a guy and dropped dead on the floor, and he hit his head so hard. That's after he made it rain on the floor. Yeah, that was a little of that, too. I'm puking and peeing. Then we just stopped those bus trips. But I like what you're saying, Brett. Set jet <laughs> taking us up there. Now, again, if, you don't, if you're not the eighth caller and you don't get through here, you can still go to our website, 98kupd.com. And check on the uh, pick the temp game from newacunit.com. They're helping us out, sending a random. All right, I get it. I know. I know. It won't stop. Uh, call us up right now. Good luck. Let's send somebody to Vegas. Maybe two days in a row. Could it be? It's ninety-eight. All right, here we go, everybody. It's uh, happening again. All right, the golden ticket is. Uh, we got through the phones pretty good. Well, well, you know, I mean, comparatively to yesterday. Entire commercial yeah. break. I know you got carpal tunnel system or syndrome, but we got it. We got a guy. We're not number eight. There he sits. His name is Jesus. Jesus is calling. What are they? Jesus, are you there? Jesus? Are they, are they on the phones. I'm on the phones. Yes. There he is. Hi, Jesus. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you guys? I'm doing quite well. Uh, Jesus, carry on. Is that your name? Yes, it is. All right, and, and, and no baggage for you. It's a carry-on for a flight. This is perfect. Uh, how long have you listened to the show, Jesus? Uh, i got to say at least 12, 15 years. 12 or 15 years. What do you do for a living? Uh, paramedic. This is fantastic. We need one you of those. You work with drugs. <laughs> this is absolutely, and you can bring us drugs. <laughs> this is awesome. Do you have a drinking problem? Uh, not yet. All right, we're going to work on that. <laughs> we're going to get you there. Who would you take? We could do the you, IVs. If, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we're, yeah. You're bringing Bring some bags, bags of yeah. IVs, and I'm bringing Molly. Anyway, <laughs> party's always better when Molly's around. I don't know. I've never had it. Uh, hey, Zeus, uh, who would you bring if you won today? I would probably bring my brother. All right. Is he a drinker and a, a fun guy? What does he do? Yeah, and uh, he's just getting through a divorce, so he'll be ready. Oh, all right. I'm now rooting for you actively. All right, hey, Zeus. You think you know the show pretty well? I hope so, yes. All right, let's find out. Jesus is ready to go. Here is question number one. (laughs) What insufferable prick did this show mercifully replace and quickly destroy with a show that featured better ratings, revenue, and quality than ever previously heard at KUPD? (laughs) Uh, Creepy. (laughs) Final Final answer? answer? Let me read it again. <laughs> I, that's not a bad answer. It's incorrect. What in some, now hold oh, on. He hasn't given his final answer yet. Now you've already stop it. What? Let me just listen carefully. You two shut up. That was a that was a bad boy, Jesus. What insufferable prick did this show mercifully replace? Now I see where you go with this. I, the wording of that 
What insufferable break did this show mercifully replace and quickly destroy with a show featuring better ratings, revenue, and quality ever previously heard on KUPD? It was Pratt. Dave Pratt, final answer. Yes, sir. Final answer is it. Dave Pratt. All right, I'll take care of the he got it from here on, mister. You're going to screw up the lawyers, you dumbass. All right, question number two. Now, you keep it down with the that's incorrect and he got it. You got it, Jim. You turn around. You never hear Johnny Gilbert going, he nailed it, Alex. Shut up. <laughs> question number two. It's often brought up on the show, my previous employment before radio. What barbecue restaurant did I work at for years prior to diving into and then finally perfecting morning show radio? Uh, that'd be Tony Roma's. Tony Roma's final answer. Yes, sir. Oh, baby. That's two questions. Three. Thank you, Brady. <laughs> All right. Got a couple of good ones here. He's got two right, three right, two right. Two. Two, okay. Oh, my goodness. I gotta, I'm getting another one up here out of the pile here. That's, all right. What is the name of the person Trip Reeb replaced as the vice president of the company and, uh, you know, market manager of KUPD? The name of the person Trip Reeb replaced, our former big boss. I believe that was Chuck. Final answer. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. He's got Keep three. Oh, two more. Go ahead, Brady. He got it. Question <laughs> number four. What phrase is thrown around on the Internet when the liberal cuck member of our show starts fighting with listeners online? Uh, your boy's at it again. Final answer? Yes, sir. Your boy's at it again is correct. He got it. For the win. Two days in a row. Jesus. Carry on. Paramedic. <laughs> I need a bigger plane. <laughs> we might have to drag this thing out a little while. Good luck to you, Jesus, on the last question. Oh. I'm rooting for you, Jesus. You and your divorced brother. Why did your brother get a divorce? Uh, we'll tell you on the plane. <laughs> was it his fault she or was hers? A whore. No, no. Uh, was it his or hers? I, uh, I mean, I'm pretty much getting his side, but it sounds like it was all her fault. That's right. You got to pick a <laughs> Always side. Always is. He's a good man. I like this guy a little more. Jesus, you're looking good. How many kids do you have, Jesus? I don't believe I have any. Well, uh, it can't be. Your name that's is Jesus. Answer, I, you're just like the real Jesus. They're childless. All right. <laughs> For the win. What is Brady's name on Instagram? Uh, that's Boss KUPD. Boss KUPD is your final answer. Yes, sir. Positive about this? Yeah. <laughs> Computer G, lock it down. Boss KUPD, final answer. Let's see. If you got it, to go to Vegas on a set jet plane in Resorts World to see Shinedown and Adam Ray. Hey, Zeus, 
pack your bags. You're going to Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Bring those IV bags. We got two in a row. Two days in a row. And already, Jesus, people are emailing me going, too easy. Way too easy. <laughs> then get through like Jesus did, and it could be you. Nice work, sir. Excellent job. Uh, now, you're not a weirdo. We didn't ask you. You're not a lunatic weirdo, are you? No, sir. Oh, fantastic. Those are my favorite kind. All Bring right. This IV is bags. great. Bring those IV bags. We're going to load up. Jesus, Erica yesterday. Jesus today. It's a diversity program. This is great. Hold on a second. We're going to get all your information. You're going with us to Vegas. Uh, we'll see you shortly. Nice work. There it is, Brady. We've done two in a row. Spectacular. It's exciting. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he Googled Brady's Instagram name. That would be the easiest way to do that. he gave us six correct answers. <laughs> well, no. Now, one is, one is debatable. Stop that. <laughs> I got an email that goes, I thought it was Eric, too. Like, now that is not the way the question, I understand it. If you wanted to think we were going, but that is not what we did. <laughs> Brett was the one laughing hardest. What a dick. <laughs> uh, Brady, I had to pick up off the ground yeah, over there, too. I know, that was it. <laughs> I thought that one was going to be lock, stock, bam, Pratt. No, I didn't think that people would answer that. <laughs> I didn't even, honestly, when putting that on the list, I'm like, that's an easy one. All right, there you go. That's right. Pratt, we replaced that insufferable prick and got better ratings, revenue, and uh, more quality of show than KVD's ever seen before. Uh, Tony Roma's was the restaurant I used to work at. Uh, what was the other ones? Boss KUPD. It's some good stuff. That kid knew them all. All right, well done. Chuck. Well done. That's right. He knew Chuck. Chuck's name. Trip replaced Chuck. The guy's been on it. Hey, Zeus, going to Vegas. Another qualifier. Tomorrow we're in sensitivity training, so we don't have another chance to win it again until Monday. How about that? Halfway there. We could be done with this by Tuesday. Yeah. This could be all over by Tuesday. We'll see. Mondays, I don't think we'll have one winner come from a Monday. Very rarely are they quality people that call on Mondays. Uh, That's it. There you go. Jesus gets his info and send him to Vegas. This is great. Set Jet. Rocking you up there. It's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, if you use the promo code KUPD, signing up for SetJet right now, he'll knock that uh, first month off for your membership for free just for being a KUPD super fan. So there you go. Now, all you people bitching already on my emails, you can still go to 98kupd.com. Still. Yes. Yes. Why? Why did you get such easy ones? He didn't. We're, by the way, you f- heads, we're rooting for you. Yeah. You're helping him. We're, we want you to win. It should encourage you to go, oh, my God, they help a little bit. Why, well, it surprised me on the first two. I thought yeah. we'd have a winner. Whoever I, yeah, got through, I thought our win. first day's questions were the easiest one on Monday. Anyway, what are you going to do? You can oh, still go. Called huh? porcelain assholes today. We yet, will. So, it's it's, I mean, it's early. Yeah. Still oh, it's coming. Hour and 12 <laughs> minutes left uh, before that. Could be. Odeth Nez. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. I like it. I love that, though. Odeth Nez might get on the plane just for coming up with white assholes. The Bleached Boys. Uh, anyway, you can go to 98kupd.com, hit the newacunit.com, guess the temp, which is Saturday at 2.51. The forecasts are out there. You can almost get to the hourly temps now on a couple of those apps that will tell you what it's going to be Saturday afternoon around that time. So knock that stiff, and now uh, you can still be the rando that wins online. we got two more seats on the beautiful plane for you and a guest to fly off to Vegas with us. Thanks to SetJet. Thanks to NewACUnit.com. This is uh, gangbusters. I'm loving this thing. Brett, you're right. Just for the sake of the game, I think we might want to do this annually. See? 
But I speak that, I say these words before we get on a plane with these nutbags. You know, Jesus seemed normal. He might be one of those guys that two tequilas in gets a lazy eye and that starts wandering around with a gun. I'm, I'm worried yeah. about the oh, And the divorced brother. brother. Oh, the divorced brother's going to end up with a... She had a dick! That's, I just keep waiting for that. I, the prostitute had a dick! So I killed her! Help! Might be one of those. This is great. Here's a six-hour Uber drive. Uh... <laughs> Right around the corner. I'll pay for it. I'm happy to do it. Hey, a friend murdered a hooker. We're going to get him out of Dodge if you don't mind taking this Tercel all the way to Phoenix. Drop him off at a firehouse. Uh, there you go. All right, another winner is on the plane. It's shrinking down. There's only two more golden tickets left. Yes! It's the Chili Peppers. It's 98. Just, somebody just emailed me and made a great point. He's like, dude, I know paramedics. That is, You guys are in trouble. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I love it. That was good stuff right there, Jesus. And then he's a 49ers fan, we find out off the air. Like, ah, Toledo and him are going to hate each other anyway. But let's be honest. That was going to happen. How many people happen. are on this plane? Huh? How many people are on this so plane? So we'll be uh, us four, our chaperone, and then ten listeners. Well, five listeners and their friends. What if we get somebody where... we say eight listeners will hate me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> What if we get somebody that's uh, email address is raven79 at yahoo.com? Our phones will drop. (laughs) Raven79 means they're a Cleveland fan. No, that they were born in 79 and they're turncoats on what really happened to their team. If you abandon. Cheering for Browns 2.0. If you stuck with the Browns to Baltimore, you're a horrible person. Anyway, should be fun. Every every day I get another email from somebody saying, are you vetting these people before you actually board a plane with them? Nope. And then the last thing Jesus says before he gets off the phone is, don't worry, guys, I'm going to make it up to you. Like, you haven't disappointed us yet. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean you're going to make Speaking it up for to us? brother? Uh, what does that mean? Tell me what it means, Hal. Anyway, all right, we're ready to go. Nice job, everybody. We got our, uh, our picks for FanDuel. Start gambling early. Uh, get our football picks in here in just a little bit for FanDuel. Uh, two seats full on the plane. A couple left. That's it. And then Set Jet's plane is booked solid and ready for a flight off to Las Vegas. So thank you, Set Jet. And again, keep guessing. Because technically two are there, three are available. But after Saturday, we're down to officially two. So that's what we'll have. Next time we play the game, there will be two spots available. And we'll see if we can uh, just get it out of the way early or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be a great trip. And I just got an email from a lady named Julie who's emailed a lot. And she goes, I'm in Vegas that weekend. Can I find you guys? Sure. What does that mean? Like, find us how? Slaughter well, find? Noise, like, it's not like a, she'll be able to like hear a scavenger all. hunt. And don't ask for numbers. We've kind of told you where we were going to be for right. the most part. Resorts so. World, yeah. Shine Down, Adam Ray. You can see us wandering around. Just look for a... M&M an, store? Look for a miniature Squidward... Uh, John Fetterman and uh, and uh, small Andy Reid. When you see a lowercase D walking down the strip, that's Brady and me. <laughs> He's on the other side. We're a lowercase B. Uh, it's eight fifty-seven. The FanDuel picks are coming up next. Love it. Slipknot right there. It is a duality, and it is 9.15 here, and we're ready to go. Football week three kicks off tonight. Ready to go. Very exciting to have week three. The uh, game that on paper looked like a hell of a game until 
We started to watch the teams play and realized, what is going on with the Giants? Maybe last week's second half woke them up and they're as good as we think. You mean when Dable decided to start calling plays? I don't know what was going on. It just everything changed, the whole thing. I don't know if it was the Cardinals or the Giants, but something changed. Thirty-one to eight in the second half, twenty to nothing in the first, sixty to nothing to fart or fart to start the season, to fart the whole season off. Uh, and it was kind of a six-quarter shark for the Giants there for six. Uh, but it is, they're back, and they'll play the uh, Niners tonight and watch that one. Who knows if that's in any of our best? Well, Saquon's ankle. Yeah. Oh, well, they didn't rule him out yet. That, well, Dayball said, "I don't rule him out for Thursday." He was obviously not going right, to play tonight, right. but they kept saying, "We're not going to." We're not going to say because then you got to still kind of game plan from. He's out. It wasn't the massive, nasty high ankle sprain. Like Nick Chubb's incredibly high ankle sprain. This is me. We got a four legger going right here on our fan duel picks this week. Uh, mine was a, a free one. I had a freebie on there. I didn't even know it. So, again, one of the offers that comes through, you just kind of go, hey, by the way, you're eligible for this. You want to use it? I'm like, F yeah, I want to use it. So I dropped it down there and it's a free bet for me. So I don't lose anything this week. Thanks, fan duel. And my bet. So I'm picking uh, the Cardinals first. Uh, you know, pick your own team, upset, and uh, lock of the week. We'll start, Brady. What do you think the Cardinals are going to do against them Dallas Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? I'm doing my uh, spread. I'm taking the Cowboys to win by 15, over 15 and a half. Throwing 15. Now, you did it right this week. Last week, you I actually did. picked the yeah. Cardinals and gave the Giants points and almost walked away with one. You got it right. I got it right. The minus means the team you've chosen has that many less points. Yes. Okay. He's got it. And 15 is the one. 15.5. Have to beat the Cardinals by 15.5 points. 16. We need 16, Jim. That's right. Uh, Toledo, what do you got in the Cardinals game? Well, I hit the wrong number, John. Did you? Uh, Oops. I hit the right the right spread. I have the Cardinals by 13.5. I meant 16.5. Oh, okay. But I took it at 13.5. So That'll work. We'll do that. So you're taking the, the – they have to win by 14. Two yep. touchdowns. The Cowboys. What do you got, Brad? Uh, plus 12.5. I'm, I'm giving – I took Dallas minus 19 and a half. That's a 20 point win for the. They're going to crush this team. Micah Parsons. You know what Josh sucks about it? Um, I've gotten to be kind of text buddies with Ian Gardeck. Dennis Gardeck is the linebacker for the Cardinals. It's his brother. And Ian used to work over at. uh, He gave us all the clothes for. uh, Remember when we had that golf tournament, Heat Stroke Open? It's been a while. Vaguely. Yeah, Yeah, vaguely. Remember. But uh, he gave us. Access to his store in the uh, Scottsdale Fashion Store is awesome. So he's a shoe guy, and I'm, we've been going back and forth about stuff. And I texted him the other day. I said, "Your brother in Pittsburgh would become immediate legend. He's got that long blonde hair. He just looks like a blue collar worker. He's got he's funny. The dude is a, he is kind of embodies that whole Ron Wolfley thing. You know, the dopey overachiever, undrafted. I I, I hate." When you like someone on a team, like because I like Dennis Gardick, is just a dude. You'd be like, I want him on my team. And he's uh, texting his brother. I'm like, your, your buddy, you're, he's a legend. Like, Man, the guy is just ridiculous. Now he's starting. He's like the star of the defense. But he's the only one I root for for the Cardinals. I feel bad. And what I'm rooting for is that he gets traded. Right. Because then he could be happy and fun. Uh, what do you got for your team? Who do the Bungles play, Brady? They're playing the Rams. And uh, this is last. I'm going with the Bengals. Here. I, I just Who's can't playing? believe they're doing 0-3. Is Hopal- Hopalong Burrow we, in? We haven't announced anything on Burrow that I've seen. That All right. Me neither. So you're I going, haven't announced anything yet. You're taking the Bengals straight I'm up. take the Bengals. No points. Just straight up. Money straight line. Up. All right. Good job. Seahawks, who do they have? Seahawks have the uh, Panthers in Seattle. Oh, wow. I'm taking the Seahawks. That's a win. Bears, Chiefs. Easy. Yeah, done. No, no, no answer. answer. Go on there. Nope. <laughs> 
You, I should make you pick a, another point spread for that one. That's easy. Another 12 and a half point. My Steelers are up in Lost Wages, Nevada this weekend. Sunday night game against the Raiders, and I'm going to take the Steelers to win this one. I don't think the Raiders are any good, and I think the Steelers' defense is good enough. That offense has to happen. I'm actually rooting for another bad offensive performance, so they fire their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Poont! Uh, and then you got your lock of the week. Brady, give me your lock of the week. The Jags. That's mine. Over the Texans. Same. Toledo? I'm taking the Lions over the Falcons. Ooh, Falcons aren't bad. I'm taking the Niners. Take it tonight. Over the Giants. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Yeah, I got the same thing Brady's got, Jags. And your upset of the week, Brady. The Titans over the Brownies. Whoa. Short week. No Nick Chubb. No Nick Chubb. Pretty solid. They got to go back home, though. That's pretty pretty good. They are going home. He had one bounce-out run that was actually broken up, and he made some magic out of it. But he still did it. That's a tough pick, but I like it. Adds a little to it. What do you got, Brad? I'm going to take the Commander Skins over the Bills. Wow. Sam Howell, huh? Mm-hmm. A believer. Wow. That's a crazy person he's betting got, over there. He's got something. It's only, he, there's it's, something going on. Thinking the same thing here. Think when an Italian he comes up with something that's stupid. Yeah. yeah something, it's it's only plus 225, though. Uh-huh. It's not uh-huh. that <laughs> Right now, until your people get older. I'm switching my uh, Everybody immediately don't listen to us. Brett's got some info. I don't know what you're talking about. The commanders about. over the Bills. Yep. I don't know, Josh, Josh Allen. He doesn't look too good to me. It's in Buffalo, it's a too, sick. right? I think no, he's got a little Washington. of that. There's uh, a bug. Yeah, he's got a bug going around, you know, and he's the one who's got it. I, last I saw him, he looked pale like his tummy hurt. I'm pretty sure he's got the, uh, pretty like, HIV or COVID or something. I think he's been hanging out with that Magic Johnson. <laughs> anyway, if DeMar knows what it's good for him, he'll uh, watch the Commander Skins run right past it. Or else. <laughs> hey, Tin Man. We got our eyes on you, Hamlin. Well, that, I want to change mine now. Mine seems... <laughs> hmm. Man, he was so confident with that. It's just... What? Yeah, I didn't like I that. I want to switch it. I've got the Jets beating the Patriots. It's not much of a spread. But I think the Jets' defense will beat the Patriots. Their offense isn't that good. They played them last year to a couple of good games, and that was with Zach Wilson. So I think they're better this year. Uh, mine is a plus 1897, so I win... Uh, 190 bucks if I get my $10 bet in. Brady, what's yours? Plus uh, $1,081. Yeah, that's pretty good. Toledo? Uh, because I'm taking your Steelers as my upset. Oh, I didn't uh, ask you. Sorry. I'm going to do, uh, it's uh, plus $774. That's not bad. Uh, plus $719. Yeah, you got that Bears thing in there. Yours oh, is yeah. too easy. All right, there you go. That's because I made the Cowboys the 20-point favorite in the Cardinal game. I got a nice boost on that. Mine was free anyway. What do I care? Uh, easy enough. Go to FanDuel and take advantage of all this stuff. Man, oh man, if I'm if I'm you, I'm signing up and I'm hitting that Commanders bet real hard. Oh, what are you talking Come about? On, Come on, what am I talking it's about? Give me a side. There's your talking there's about. your paid bet. If he would have said something like, "Geez, I'm really taking a risk here." Nope. Ah, I got the Commanders skins over the Bills. That's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jimmy the Geek. What, what? Where did you get this? I didn't say it was a lock. I just said, you know, <laughs> you said it. So. Brady and I both looked at each other like he knows something. <laughs> Why is the long shot in the harness racing? Why does Brett put his house deed on that? <laughs> Just got a text from Jimmy two times over yeah. here. That day. <laughs> oh, I understand that Josh Allen has <laughs> run into a little bit of legal trouble. He's got a RICO investigation. Well, <laughs> and the Bears, we haven't even talked about that. Their defensive coordinator had health issues on Sunday, and then, uh, well, the health he issues turned into an him. FBI I mean, raid at his house. I think you guys are looking at this all the wrong way. I think Brett's laying a patsy line out there so that we all drive the line yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a side bet. He's got a side bet. He's hedging. 
taking that commander's bet just on the side. I might put a couple grand on it. I didn't like how, <laughs> I didn't like how confident Brett was with that phony bet. The commander's what? fans. Who ever bets on Sam Howell and Ron Rivera to Who? beat the Bills? If you win this, I swear to God. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's 923. There's your FanDuel bets with a huge raised eyebrow at uh, the validity of this entire weekend. It's 98 KUPD. Thanks, FanDuel. You make life better. I remember. Uh, it's uh, 943 here in the morning sickness, and it is a Thursday. We're not here tomorrow. Uh, we've got sensitivity training again, so damn it all if we don't have come to work tomorrow. We've got to go learn how to be better people, but... Role play. Right. Yeah, we're going to do the role play thing tomorrow, which is always the stinky one, but what are you going to do? It happens. You try to be a good person, they just tell you you got to be a better person somehow or another. So uh, we're not doing a square. Guadalupe squares. What is he doing here? Is that Biden? Hey, Joe. What's going on, guys? Hey. Hey. Where's Brett? How you doing, Joe? Brett, I just tried to make a bet on the Commanders. They're 12 Good points odds. favorites now. Oh, what that happen? Hey, I'm going to question, about. Brett. Why did the Rams kick a field goal on second down last week? Only you would know, Brett. I couldn't tell you. I thought couldn't we were doing you. the squares on a Thursday. I flew down here for that. I brought my buddy. Come on in here, Fetterman. Tamale Harris starting for the Commanders. What do we not know? <laughs> Come on in. Get in here, kid. There's my guy right there. Hit it. You know what to do. There's my guy right there. Look hey, at the size of him. We're making him wear suits to work now. We're starting him off here. Fetterman. We got a plan for the squares. It's not working out. Ready, John? <clears throat> if you're blue, then what to do? Where to go? Why don't you go where fashion sits? Hit it, Fetterman. Pants, cut, coach, hey, cheese, fits. Wow. Fetterman and I are going to do a whole number. A duo. And a number plan. John. It's like Simon and Garfunkel. We got, I think we got fire. Fire! Fire! <laughs> Fetterman hates fire. Hates the word fire. I don't even mention fire. All right, so we're not doing people it. people waiting down in our courtyard? There is there. a mob that follows us in. Where are people in Arizona have so many pitchforks, huh? <laughs> Bread good. I need some bread. He likes bread. I got to feed this thing all the time and put him in a top hat and a tuxedo and go to Congress. He goes crazy. Impossible. Hoodie and a top oh, hat. Oh, run away. Oh, no. I just blew the door down. I'm sorry, fellas. If you're blue, do 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 Tom the guy, Julie Guff, blue. Hooray! We're going to take this on the road. We're both going to win re-election. You play Coachella next year? John! Let's get it. Coachella, we're going to headline that. Travis Scott. Go Biden world. Like Bidenomics. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting out of here. Super duper. No Watch squares. Step, What's you guys would have told me? All right, I got to get out. I'm so long. Come on, Fetterman. Man, they're campaigning. They're strong. It's a strong duo. The Biden Fetterman duo going to happen in 24 because he's got to get rid of that Harris. Yeah, so no squares, but we had two of them in there anyway. I like those two. B-Fed. Remember when the world was funny and we wouldn't have been original for coming up with him as Frankenstein, but now we're the only ones brave enough to try it? You're making fun of him. Yup. <laughs> he 
had a stroke and you're like, yep. <laughs> remember, remember the olden days when Dick Clark's, you're, we both did the, okay, Ryan. We make fun of that. Nobody's calling now. It was all sensitive. And then we go right to Brett's Instagram. Veronica Bialik has some new pictures up. Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend over there. At, uh, <laughs> Our followers. Steady. I'll bet she's got a few. I I have never uh, three point seven million. They're, they're up a honestly, little. that's I, no boss KUPD. But I, I mean, it's <laughs> this is how hot her butt is. Okay, that I can mentally picture Brady performing Analangus, and it's still sexy. Like I can picture <laughs> Brady, you Brady, yeah, and I know you can picture it too. But I, normally, me picturing you having sex is a laugh riot. <laughs> you and the anal little toss salad there with that one. I'd buy that video, buddy. <laughs> I would buy. I'd purchase that. I'd put it on top shelf. Go. Oh my god! I Sandy would cheeks. I would. I very rarely like to watch you eat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that butt changes my game. Lord Almighty, she should be illegal with these pictures, and they're not even naked. Can't remember the old one. Rocket! The blonde one that had the baby, and we quit on her. Somewhat a G, isn't it? No, uh, I thought it was an H. Hildy. 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 Excellent work. She looks better now. Post baby. So she, what she did was How dare ruin, you say that? I know. What she did was ruin every woman's excuse of. Well, I had two children. You can't get. You should got see what she did. I mean, if, yeah. Yeah. Look her up. It was Hildy E. We gave up on her because she made babies. And we're like, well, that's ruined. There it's better than it's ever been. Oh, she's tied with uh, oh, Veronica. Better followers. than it's ever been. She is spectacular. Post baby, so none of you ladies have that excuse anymore. I had a baby. So? She didn't have the ho-hos before she took a picture either. I made my friend's wife mad the other day because she's like... I'm not the same since the baby, and I you're not supposed to be. I'm like, your kid's 21. <laughs> You've had time to <laughs> knock it down a little bit. Look at that. Yeah, okay. I'm going to spend some time with Brett on Instagram. That's of, your entertainment drill. Yeah, thinking of Brady. Yeah, enough said. We're done. Thinking of Brady getting it done. How you doing back there? I am good, Brady. How are you? Hungry? I'm starving. I'd like to order something off the menu, if you don't mind. Okay, Brady, let's do this. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, I'll just take the butt steak. <laughs> Bone and butt pork roast. Oh, nom, 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 nom. I can picture you doing that, and it doesn't turn me away. How about that? Then I turn my head and I see my face. What the hell was that? Talk about a boner killer. I had to get to this. Who's that? Oh, that's the other one. Yeah. Michaela. What's her name? I think she's that hockey player. Oh, she's the hockey girl. All right, enough of this. We've got time for this after the show. Anyway, sorry about that to uh, the Bidens and the Fettermans. They were supposed to be here today, but the squares are uh, canceled. And you can blame our bosses. Sensitivity Training Friday is back. Uh, Brady, please. It is the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. Amanda, we have fun yesterday. Uh, Alley fighting. Uh, one of my favorite things we do. So at the end of a, a warm-up session, we do a lot of punching and stuff. I'm I'm coming back, man. 
I've got all my surgeries over. My right arm's getting better and better, so I'm almost back to where I like doing stuff. I still don't have much of a right punch and all that, but they're working with me. So going to all the people that always say, well, not in shape. I'm not. Guys, I've had four surgeries that are debilitating for months at a time, and I go. Not that I'm a Superman either. It's not that. It's just a mindset. You go there. You're careful with it. They know how to handle you. They've worked with me through four surgeries, and, uh, you know, I'm not sitting here patting myself on the back, but I've worked kind of hard on this uh, recovery thing. I've gained no weight. I've put uh, muscle on. I'm actually in better shape than I was before the surgeries when I couldn't move, and that's while I'm recovering from four surgeries. So if you're sitting there saying, oh, I'm not in shape, I can't do it, no, you are in shape, and you can do it. And the most important part is I didn't get my brain uh, shut down either, which is a big part of it. We were talking yesterday about how important blood flow is. Uh, Jay's learning an awful lot about dementia and um, brain, as as you age, how weak it gets. And how he just discovered, Bray, you should know this, blood pressure medicine was never designed to be a day-to-day thing. It was supposed to regulate and you were supposed to do the work from there. But doctors are like, just take it every day. It makes it so blood pressure is the most important thing to your brain. It's your heart immediately, but your brain too. So as you age, you know, you've got to keep that regulated. So you keep your blood moving, you get better, you drop weight, you do something. So get in shape doing it. Don't get in shape and then try it. Because I'm I'm in no condition to be doing what I'm doing. And these guys walked me through it. It's awesome. We did alley fighting yesterday. Tight quarter alley fight with one arm. And I had the best time ever. And it's not painful. It's not like they beat you up. You just learn how to do things. They teach you how to be better at being yourself, keep you in shape, and keep you smarter. That's it. ReactDefense.com. For you, uh, for your you know your family as they age, there's a lot of people in there in their 70s that are doing this now. And uh, all it took was getting their bodies moving again, and all of a sudden they're capable. Like they've been told so long. Doctors are the worst about saying you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Yes, you should. Keep working. In moderation, you'll get better and better at it. And get rid of a walker or a cane. Balance yourself. Oh, my God. The, the benefits outweigh any negatives you could ever think of if you just get off your ass and do this thing. So go there. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Robert De Niro is bringing back his taxi driver character, Travis Bickle. Oh, wait. Bickle got killed in the end. Didn't it's he? for a series of... Uh, Commercial or something stupid. Uber. Uber. Oh, right so he's... Oh, so... I don't know. The best thing ever that was done. Talking to me. If you ever want to search this out, this was fun. Remember Cash Cab? Yes. I wish we'd have done it in here, but it was too dirty. When I did the Podfathers podcast with Frank Caliendo and uh, Chuck Powell, it's probably the proudest thing I've ever written because I don't write much of anything. But uh, we wrote questions for Ben, what's his name? The guy who's the host of Cash Cab. And we had Frank De Niro, and we called it Taxi Driver. Cash taxi driver, and the questions were all right. All right, and it was it was very well produced and put together. But it was basically like, a, all right, then question number one: Did you f- my wife? Huh? For hundred dollars? Did you f- my wife or not? Come on. No, I did not. Okay, that is correct. That is correct. One question number two: Who the f- you think you are? And it was just the best thing ever. Frank nailed it, and Ben was awesome. And I want that character back to do that. Anything else is just selling out. But De Niro needs money. Oh, he... I love Bobby D, but he's Me a whore. Too. But he is a whore. Ben Bailey. Ben Bailey. And Ben even said that's the best parody I've been a part of. I'm like, God damn it. That was the most proud we'd ever been of writing anything. I don't write things. Look it up. It came out great because Ben's answers were fantastic. And Frank just crushed it because we're trying to make Frank cuss. He, that was before he would do that a lot. 
Oh, I was so happy with that. A lot of people are talking about uh, starting to pick their Halloween watch list. Because every season they want to catch their favorite movies and add some new ones on. But a poll offers a little insight here. Uh, they surveyed 2,000 Americans. 60% like spooky movies that are eerie. It's only about 27% of them. Right. But... Because most of them are terrible. The most iconic horror film, according to this survey, 2,000 Americans. Exorcist? Halloween? Surprised me. Um, it's not. It's neither one of those. Exorcist came in at number seven. The original Halloween wasn't even in the... Uh, Freddy Krueger? Friday the 13th. Really? I was going to go Psycho next the original. Season. Maybe if people have... 41%. Carrie was number two. Really? An American werewolf in London London tied with Halloween. At the time, the special effects for that were ridiculous. And then then Thriller, and then now I'm just looking. Pretty good. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey's mother. Um, All right, all right, all right. That's his mom. They're sitting around in Greece... One night talking, mom, and out of nowhere, she says, you know, uh, Woody Harrelson was there, too. And she yeah. goes, you know, I knew your daddy. The killer? Yeah. Yeah. Just saying, um, we might have frequented the same similar place out in West Texas one time when he was on there is furlough. A, there is a rumor that they're brothers, and they don't even That's know what's it. what's going around. Yeah. They got, we got to do DNA tests. They've been talking about this they for a were while. friends when... She was separated briefly with Matthew's dad. And she hung out with Woody's dad. Yep. Yeah. There is a rumor that they are brothers and they don't know it. There is similarities, too. Like, like Oh, you start looking like at it. They look it. like brothers. They don't look alike, but they look like brothers. Yeah. He should go uh, put the McConaughey hairpiece on. Well, they were in that movie together where they were brothers. Because they look like each other. Ed? Is that what it was called? It was, a, it was basically kind of the same thing as the Truman Show, only... Oh, gotcha. Forgot about that. They just, it was a reality show. They followed a guy around. Ozzy Osbourne says the next spinal MTV. surgery, MTV which fun. might have already happened. This is the last one he's doing. But he's in absolute pain. Yeah. And usually at that age... I, no, Ozzy, I, I watched He's a got video of him. that feel that, man, this is a risk even doing any kind of surgery. There was a video of him walking around his uh, property on a sidewalk, and he's leaning like the earth is, like, you know those V8 commercials? Yeah. Just, just, like, and he did one, he, he's leaning that way, and he's making it work. Douche. <laughs> <laughs> watch the guy in the parking lot. <laughs> Get back to Hildy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, William says, you guys might have too high of expectations with Jesus, the paramedic winner today. I'm reminded of the show Shameless, where Ian Gallagher becomes a paramedic on the show. Uh, the ginger twink who was raised by that dysfunctional family of D-gens. Oh, no. I might be hating a little bit because I didn't win, but I'm just saying, watch your back. The paramedic doesn't mean he's a good one. I liked him. I don't care. He's bringing us some IV bags on our trip. We're going to need them. We're getting Brady drunk. And then he's going to be Analingus Brady up in Vegas. I want a piece of that pie. <laughs> Brady, that's a dude. Uh, we're done. I was with a girl later. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but that chick had a front tail. 
Somebody raised her wrong. She let me do things to her bottom. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, it's 9.58. We're all done. Uh, we're out tomorrow. Monday, we're back. Uh, you can go to our website. The last chance is for you to go guess the temp for Saturday as we have that one random winner thanks to newacunit.com. My buddy Bodie over there has decided to give us the rando chance. You can guess the temperature at 2.51 Saturday afternoon. Go to the website, 98kupd.com. Click on Guess the Temp. It's as easy as that. Much easier than the way we're giving away the quizzes. So this is for the randos. We will meet the person that wins a trip to Vegas with us in the plane. That scares the hell out of me. It could be anything. Some troglodyte creep with four fingers and just never washes. Or Prince Harry. We don't know. I think you got a better chance with the uh, guess the temp thing with our phones around here. Oh, it's yeah, ridiculous. that's very true. The guess the temp is the way to go. So guess it. All the, I mean, it's the silliest thing ever. The weather's out on every app. You can pretty reasonable guess. Uh, I think I had 93 was had my nine, guess. You were, you were hot. I had 98. I had hot. You were too way long. too hot. And they're it saying it's going to be 95. I mean, it looks like between Saturday and Sunday, 95 yeah. high, 97 high. Yeah, when does it peak, though? 251, is right. that a peak? Or is it, so we could be close. So you just keep guessing. You get it out there and try to win that thing, get into the pile, get you drawn, get you on the trip. On that set jet plane to Las Vegas, staying at Resorts World uh, and seeing Shine Down, Adam Ray, our guy Adam. And I talked to Adam, and he's going to want to party with us a little bit, too. So not only that, you get to be pals with Adam, hopefully, if he can break free of his stuff. But he's an awesome guy. It's going to be so much fun, it's ridiculous. So we'll be back Monday. You guys have yourselves a great weekend. Shanman's coming up next. We'll see you after the weekend. So long. Until later. Bye. From the Learner and Rose Studios, this is the Big Red Radio. 98